While I have everyone's attention, of course, I'm going to remind people to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for the email list. Might be more important than you, than you're, you know, you previously considered. But um, Lola is giving away a bunch of stuff for the month of December through the email list. You need to be signed up for that. While you're there, you can look around the site. We're selling patches and things like that. Uh, right now, we do have these patches, but we've got some other stuff in the works. So we've got the broadcasting patch. We've got the blaster patch out there. If you're looking for shirts like the Lot Lau shirt and other stuff, you can get that on Ballistic Inc., which there's also a link on the website. Uh, big shout out to everyone who's uh, supporting us out there. We appreciate it. Let me drop these folks here onto the screen and we will go live right now. Let's see. Let's do it. Welcome back. To the Hank Strange Make situation. sure you guys smash the Life subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are live. Let's see some jazz hands. Come on. Let's see those jazz hands. Ooh, there you go. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on because <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun. It's Wednesday. We're going to have fun. This is episode 686. 686. I don't know if that means anything, but... If you're playing uh -oh. a lottery somewhere, try it, 686. <laughs> you win money, I'm, I claim 20%. That's all. I think that's fair. Right? 20%? That's not bad. Um, <laughs> so episode 686, uh, our guests are Latina Locked and Loaded. There she goes. Joanna is joining us. Uh, Latina Locked and Loaded. What's up, Joanna? Hey, y'all. How you doing? Pretty good. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are also joined by Trey from Aries Firearms Training Facility. What's up, Trey? What's up, everybody? What's up? How's it going, man? Not too bad. It's been a while. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. We're glad. Happy to have you. Happy holidays and all that kind of stuff to everyone out there. Uh, the show's brought to us uh, by Barnoles. Shout out to Barnoles. And let me see, I don't know. Oh yeah, Lola actually has a thing for me to read, so I'll get into this here real quick. Please smash the thumbs ups and share this, so all you folks out there, share it with your friends, hit the thumbs ups, uh, give us the comments. So Barnoles offers a wide range of affordable, trusted, reliable ammo for sporting, hunting, and personal protection. Check out Barnoles' website to learn more about each round, as well as where you can buy online. There we go. Uh, and thanks to them for supporting us and help keeping us on the air here. And I hope you guys will go and follow um, Aries Firearms Training Facility on all the social medias that exist out there, including, uh, you know, we've got some emergency backup alternate ones. Trey, you're on all that stuff, right? I'm on everything. All of it. Except okay. for me, we yet. I haven't done me, we yet. Okay, so and and do you have different names or everything's uh, Aries Firearms Training Facility? Everything's Aries, and I'll show it at the end of the show like I normally do. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, we'll we'll get into that. If anyone wants to know, we can we can give you more details. Same thing goes for Latina Locked and Loaded, Locked and Loaded Latinos. Did I get that right? I don't know. You got it right. Okay, yeah. boom. Eventually, I'll get something right. Uh, make sure you guys are following them. I was looking at your YouTube channel. And I think that your YouTube channel, here we go, I'll put it up here on the screen. You're like, uh, let me see, here we go. You're maybe two away from 300. Yeah, so, we're at 298. Yep, so if we got two people at least, you can get to 300 right now. But we could do better than that. So I hope you guys go there and subscribe to Locked and Loaded Latinos. 
This is what it looks like uh, every Sunday, right? You want to tell the folks about that out there? Yes. We have a podcast. Me and my husband, uh, you've seen him on here, Puerto Rican Pistolero. We have a podcast on Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern called the Locked and Loaded Latinos. And it's a lot of fun. Come join us. Absolutely. Um, And then also there's some other stuff I heard going on today. It's a special day for you guys. It is. Uh, Uh It's my uh, one year wedding anniversary. Oh, nice. Nice. What are you doing here? You want to tell uh, the people? <laughs> so I feel you, special. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so special. I decided to yeah. uh, spend You're the day with you guys. Spending it with two guys. other dudes not named Rolando. <laughs> so oh, okay. what happened was um, uh-huh. I kind of forgot. It's not that I forgot. I've been talking about it all week. I'm saying I was saying it's it's going to be my anniversary, and then. Um, I actually forgot, you know, like the day it actually fell on, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm I'm in the doghouse. Uh, Not really, no. He's he's cool. He's cool. Yeah. Um, did but you? he did definitely he definitely put more effort into it than I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spent 14 <laughs> hours. I just showed this to Hank. 14 hours making. Yeah, hold it up uh, so we can see it. Yeah, there you go. This is yeah, a heart cool. he made for me with our brand new um, 3D printer. Mm-hmm. We have the Ender. Uh, Ender 2? 3? Ender 3 version 2. And this is actually one of the things he knew I was really excited about doing was these moving things that they, you can make. Like, check that out. Oh, that yeah, is that's so cool. cool. Yeah. Right? So it's a little bit of a puzzle, and it goes back to being a heart. Okay, yeah. now take it and smash it on the floor because you broke his heart <laughs> and you forgot about their anniversary. <laughs> no, some, don't do that. I, he got me, like, really cute stuff, and I got him, like, pants. <laughs> oh, <sorry>. okay. <laughs> but listen, he's getting a bonus. It's always a bonus for a dude when you do everything, you remember the anniversary, and the wife doesn't. That's a bonus for you. Yeah. It's like and a get out of jail free gets, card. And the first one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, in my defense, we've been together. We're going to have our 10 year anniversary um, coming up in a couple months. So to me, that's like. Wait, and right? how long that's have you guys been married? One. So what? Yeah. What's been going on all these years? We haven't been getting married, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Who was refusing to get married here? No, it was like one of those like if it isn't broke, why 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 fix it? So yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, did you? So when you were not married, did you remember the anniversaries? Always did. Yeah. Always. Now. Pfft, yeah. Yeah, right. you got it. Yeah. Now you're. Yeah. Done. Now he's now you're married into his fortune. <laughs> you know, you can't be bothered. To remember. <laughs> no. Happy promise, anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Rolando, I promise we're going to celebrate this weekend. Yes. Yes. And Lola <laughs> said happy anniversary to you guys. And thank Puerto you, Rican Pistolero said thanks to, to Lola. I know right now he's doing all his extra push-ups and stuff like that, you know, taking all his <laughs> vitamins and stuff like that, you know. So that's what you're supposed to be doing on your anniversary. I mean, it's, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, getting ready, getting ready for it's all about anniversaries are all about action. It's not about the gifts. Am I am I wrong here? No, no, no? I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not about the gifts or anything like that. It's all about the action. Enjoy it. Thank you. We Enjoy will. it. We will. Yes. Um, uh, and so let's go. Let's let's pull the, the shame and the embarrassment and everything away from Joanna for a second. Uh, just for a second, Joanna, I will come back. Uh, no more. Until you remember anniversaries, no more. What are those guys? B two K T X. B two K. That wasn't that. Wasn't that uh, 
uh, a hip hop R and B group yes. from the nineties. What's the What's the guys that you like? K pop. BTS. BTS. There you go. Yeah, no more BTS for you. Ah. <laughs> no more. No more for you. Um, so Trey, uh, DJ, our friend DJ had surgery. I saw that on social media. Yeah, he had DJ some minor had stuff. His- tonsils and his adenoids removed okay how's he doing he's good he's fine he's in obviously in pain but oh okay he he survived right shout out to him around what's that shout out to him is he sleeping is he uh yeah he's sleeping he's laid down he's been laid down all day kind of you know moping around he did have a popsicle today so he's getting better (laughs) okay all right he's doing better yeah he's usually actually they don't they don't usually do that surgery anymore on adults because it's extremely traumatic and, and has a lot of blood loss. So shout out to him. I hope he's doing okay. Yeah, they cauterize it and everything. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's doing a lot better, but obviously he's still in pain. So Yeah, he's, he's a only tough guy. Seven, so. Yeah. He's not snoring anymore. Oh, okay. He's a snore. You ever seen a six-year-old kid snore? Mm. He does. Not anymore. It's crazy. Oh, okay. Did you ever do a sleep uh, test on him yeah, or something did all like that? that. They said everything was fine. So okay. he, had tons, he had large tonsils, and even the doctor said when he took them out that they were unusually large. Mm-hmm. So he says it'll open all that up. He'll breathe better, and mm-hmm. he'll be able to sleep better. So hopefully okay. it'll help him sleeping. Yeah, he's a tough kid. I see him as like uh, I, I think he's the new um, Tarzan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he walks around out there. He walks around out there with no shoes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, he's like the little yeah. Florida Aborigine. Yeah. He runs all over the place, no shoes on, chasing cows. He does all sorts of stuff. Yeah, he's 100% savage. And then Lola gets mad at me when I call him a savage. I'm like, this he kid. Is savage. Yeah, he knows he's a savage. He, I, I wonder who he gets that from, Trey. Not from me. I wear my shoes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's not what I heard. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I hear someone screaming back there. That's Sarah. I'm yeah. Sorry. Okay. How's she doing? Good? She's not been sleeping well, so she's in a funk. She's oh, three. So okay. uh, the three-year-olds with no sleep are. Yeah. These are the awesome years of raising kids, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Lola oh, says, woohoo, 300-plus subs. We, uh, we were trying to get... So did you guys get there? Hold on. Let me see. I'll go back and... Uh, We'll go back to the channel. Everyone that's watching this should be subscribed to Locked and Loaded Latinos. Let's see. Where is the I am. There you go. 302. Boom, boom. Woo. Boom. Nice. Awesome. All right. Congratulations. Uh, somebody asked if it affects DJ's voice. Yeah, he's yeah. raspy right now, but eventually he'll be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, uh, you know, feel free, whoever wants to jump in there. What have you guys been up to? Joanna, the, the last time I saw you, was it when we did uh, the election night stuff? Yes, okay. I think so. Okay. Yeah. You've been hiding out. I have been hiding out. Yeah. We did seven and a half hours, and then the elections got paused and then stolen, <laughs> totally hijacked, Right. And it's been crazy. I was, uh, I, was uh-huh. I was telling Hank, uh, guys, that YouTube is being uh, extra now because you can't technically say what Hank just said without oh, them yeah. Big Brother coming down and and getting very mad at you. Yeah, well, so they're that's gonna the ha- latest. Yeah, they're gonna have to live with that. And so basically, what you're talking about, if folks don't know, let me see. I'll try to pull. I'll pull that news. Where is it? I'll pull that news up here somewhere. Um, 
Yeah, so here we go. Here's an article I could share with you guys. Uh, YouTube will remove any new videos alleging Trump lost election because of fraud. YouTube is accepting Joe Biden's uh, victory as historical fact. YouTube will remove any new videos alleging that President Donald Trump lost the U.S. 2020 election to Joe Biden because of fraud or errors, Google's massive video site said Wednesday on its YouTube blog. Essentially, YouTube now categorizes Biden's victory and Trump's loss as historical fact, and so it will crack down on, on new misleading videos alleging otherwise. Um, YouTube noted that its policies already prohibited videos alleging that fraud or errors changed the outcome of a historical U.S. presidential election, but in some cases that has meant allowing controversial views on the outcome or process of counting votes of a current election uh, as election officials have worked to uh, finalize counts. Uh, and this just go on with some nonsense there. But basically, you're not entitled to freedom of speech or opinion, according to YouTube. What's new? Right? They're the overlords and the masters of all people. And thought, apparently. They're the thought police. They well, are. The I don't understand how they can get away with saying that when it's still technically a contested thing. I mean, SCOTUS is, uh, you know, already uh, looking to, to, they already, I forgot what it was. I think it was Judge Alito said that they had until today to present something and then they were going to uh, look at it in Supreme Court. Yeah, so I mean, I think there's, over. yeah, I think there's lots of news and evidence and uh, videos out that are out there, right? And for sure, um, there's uh, there's there's lots of news on this particular subject. So I could just pull up one right now. Um, this is Yahoo News, right? Trump and 17 states back Texas bid to undo his election loss at Supreme Court, and, and this is what they're saying, right? Washington Reuters presidential. Uh, President Donald Trump and 17 U.S. states on Wednesday threw their support behind a long-shot lawsuit by Texas seeking to overturn his election loss by asking the U.S. Supreme Court to throw out uh, voting results in four states. Um, so, so, you know, I mean, there's this thing is still in contention and the idea that you can't talk about it or have discussions about it, even though we're seeing lots of videos and there's people coming out and talking about uh, fraud and corruption um, clearly, when you look at uh, people being allowed to vote over past three days past the election and all that kind of stuff, yeah, whatever. I mean, I, I personally yeah. think it's a long shot, but if it goes, uh, if that goes through, then neither of the candidates are going to have uh, enough, uh, you know, votes to say, OK, this is the president, then it's going to get all messy. So mm -hmm. clearly... There's still a chance. So YouTube is jumping the gun there. Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. And um, as someone is stating here, Trey, uh, let's see who is it. I carry my revolver in single action says, wow, but they allowed all the Russian collusion fraud yeah. talk for years and it was fake. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like anything. Say it enough and people start believing it. So you right. got to keep hammering at home. Yeah. Um, and, and Yolanda, you, Joanna, excuse me. I don't know why I said Yolanda. Where did that come from? 
Apparently, I, some, I look like a Yolanda. I somehow mixed up Rolando <laughs> and Joanna. That was so crazy. Um, you will be Yolanda later on. You will. <laughs> um, yeah, you were saying that um, that the kind of uh, what, what the ratings and stuff like that have slipped for a lot of major news networks, yes. right? Uh, for the first time ever, Newsmax, which is one of the other conservative um, news channels, has surpassed uh, CNN and Fox News in ratings. So uh, some people believe that's why they're doing what they're doing, because a lot of uh, people watch those things on YouTube mm-hmm. and that's getting more hits. So they're probably going after things like Newsmax and um uh, what what's the name of the uh, the conservative funny guy that I don't think? Oh, uh, you're funny. talking about uh, Crowder. Crowder, yeah, mm-hmm. they're going after people like that. Yeah, Crowder, Tim Pool, um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's things have been slipping in that direction for a while, you know. So, yeah, I I you know, and let's be honest, they're in cahoots with with Fox News. People may not believe that. But definitely there and YouTube is, I'm saying, you know, they have offices and stuff like that very close to each other. If you watch a lot of people's videos are demonetized, but stuff on Fox News on YouTube, totally monetized. So, yeah, uh, 42 Chills said uh, own also or own too. Uh, people people are looking at a bunch of different things. Brian Quick wants to know who's Yolanda. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea who that is. Uh, there must be someone named Yolanda. I don't know. New York One. Huh? New York One. What do you mean, New York One? New York One. Remember Rolanda? Oh. Yolanda, New York One. Oh. Oh, I don't know. That was, Okay, that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, I think. That's crazy news from YouTube. And if people accept that, what else are they going to do? I mean, I think we we're we we're all kind of expecting stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. I, I, at least I've seen on on uh, my newsfeed, a lot of people are leaving Instagram um, and going to the alternate sites. Mm-hmm. I, I I have mixed feelings about that because mm-hmm. I understand it's like a lot of people are getting censored, but um, you also don't want to leave. Like you don't want to create an echo chamber mm-hmm. and only go into a conservative platform. I know Rolando feels differently. Um, about this mm-hmm. he, he thinks we should just you know you know okay even hollywood like cut off ties with uh the liberal stuff and just make our own mm-hmm. and i understand that too but i feel like we're gonna lose the ability to have conversations with others and, mm-hmm. and bring them over i agree with you 100 mm-hmm. percent. so i already had this conversation with some of my other guys i was talking about mm-hmm. and we talked about Okay, you go to a conservative area and you promote conservative values or guns or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, did you really change anything? You got to go to areas where they're not conservative, they're you know Democrat or liberal in nature. They don't believe in guns. Mm-hmm. You can convert people that don't believe in the guns into gun-toting people. Mm-hmm. You made a change. So I agree with you. If you leave those platforms all together, then how are you going to be able to reach out to people that don't know anything about shooters, don't know anything about different people? When we get people at the range, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. They're scared. Not because of shooting. They have that perception of who's at the range. Mm-hmm. And, of course, I walk over smiling. Hey, how you doing today? Nice meeting you. Can I help you? 
you know, always introduce myself, always talk with them. Mm-hmm. I don't care who you are. If you're here to protect your family, I'm going to teach you how to shoot today. Mm-hmm. And that goes a long way. But I've had, it's, it's crazy. They're scared because they don't know who's there and they think, oh, we're in the country and mm-hmm. it's scary in the country and all that. But once they shoot for a while and they kind of get used to it, that it does change your perception of the actual range. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with you. We should ha- hammer people who aren't, aren't shooters who are not into guns, not into things like that. Because changing a gun guy's mind to a different gun, okay, big deal. He still supports the 2A. I, I agree with you. I think yeah. we should have um, multiple platforms to try to draw people in. Yeah. One, I would say we don't I, – I don't know when we change gun people's minds, right? We're pretty stubborn people, which is a good thing. Um, but the other thing is, yes, I agree with you, and I think that the social, the activist social media platforms like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those places, they agree with you. They agree, agree with you also. But that's the reason why they're doing this, right? They're doing this because they realize that if we're not censored, if we're allowed to speak freely on their platforms, we could change people's minds. So that's why they're doing what they're doing. This is why they're taking away free thought. There's a lot of other things that they're okay with being on YouTube. You don't see them deleting anyone that says the earth is flat and and anything else. You don't see them deleting that, right? They don't get rid of that. The people who are saying, you know, who have lots of bad things to say about us as pro-gun people or, you know, people who are conservative or whatever, anyone who doesn't agree with them, the people who attack us, they're fine with that. You're not going to see them, uh, you know, banning or deleting AOC's YouTube channel. Right? So there's an obvious direction they're going in here. Go ahead. Um, I'd have to say that this is probably the era where... I know we feel that we're getting censored, but I think our voices are out there more than ever um, in a way. So I know we're getting censored, but that's why we're getting censored, because with the advent of these platforms, we didn't really have too much conservative voices out there, too many conservative voices, because um, everything was CNN, uh, NBC and Fox. And with people like like you and, and Tim Pool and Steve Crowder and all these people who are using these other platforms to get their voice out, we have more conservative voices out now than ever. And Mm -hmm. that's why they're cracking down so hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they realize it. And um, they know the only way to deal with this is to suppress it. And that's why they're doing it. You know, if you're if you're speaking something that's true, why are you worried about it? Uh, Let me throw up another news thing here in relation to this poll. This is from NPR poll. Just a quarter of my favorite ones. I've been on NPR. Yeah. (laughs) Poll, just a quarter of Republicans accept election outcome. Okay? A solid majority of Americans trust that the results of the 2020 presidential election are accurate. Really? That's BS. I don't think, that's, I don't think that poll is true. Yeah. I really don't. Um, really Rondo, don't. New York City? I'm not sure where they're polling here, but what they're saying yeah. is Republicans don't, Democrats do. Uh, independence, uh, somewhere, you know, like I think independence, 60%. Overall, they're saying 61%. I mean, that's, you know, I accept that this is how they're looking at it. The part where a qu- just a quarter of Republicans accept that, that, you know, that might be true. You know, it might be true that there's just a quarter of Republicans who accept it. Everyone, there's no way, when I talk to people, there aren't people who really look at this and don't see that something went wrong here and that this is something out of the ordinary, but, you know. I was going to say, Rolando in the chat, um, 
throw the details up about this, but he told me that there was a um, a poll that showed that a surprising number of Democrats actually were starting to question it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the number, but he mm-hmm. definitely told me that last week. So mm-hmm. I don't know where this NPR is is uh, polling, yeah. but I don't think that's true. And from conversations, I'm in a very blue area. Um, mm-hmm. My county is very liberal, mm-hmm. and people who I know voted for Biden have started questioning, coming up to me as the only conservative they know, and mm-hmm. coming up to me and asking me questions about it. Like, well, so what do you think about this? Uh, you think this is legit? What are the chances? So mm-hmm. um, there he goes. He says 47%. Is that 47% of Democrats are starting to question it? Yeah. Total. I don't know what he's saying. Listen, he's people are see, no matter how much they try to suppress it, People are seeing the, the the videos of like you know people just pulling uh, votes out or suitcases with votes in it out from under tables. Votes. Yeah, changing votes, passing stuff around. There's a whole bunch of well, evidence that exists out there, and and you can't hide this from people. And the more you try to suppress it, the more people are like, huh, something's going on here. Then when all the news media goes, nope, nothing to see here. That makes people nowadays, it's just like V from Vendetta. I always tell people, the folks out there are like, okay, so if all of these guys are saying there's nothing to see here, there's nothing going on, but none of them have investigated, none of them have like said, oh, well, these guys are saying this happened, here's this video, but here we are debunking it. No, they're not debunking anything. They're just saying, nope. Don't, don't believe your eyes. Don't listen to that. I think they don't care. They're getting, they get so much power with the media, they can just do whatever they want. Yeah, but when people see that, they know better. Human beings learn how to read between the lines very quickly, right? This is how we survive. We learn how to so, read between the lines and what people are not telling us. So clearly they've been, you know, we already know that the media has been uh, filtering their news or, or, you know, coloring it a certain way for a long time. Um, and they've just allowed people to be sheep and, and they follow along. But I think as we're going to start seeing people now that, we, again, we have these other outlets and they're seeing these things and it's like trickling into, you know, people that usually don't follow these things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to have a harder time coming in the coming years to pe- have people like have credibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's going to be harder to control I don't People. think they have it now. I don't think they have it now. I don't I'm gonna, think they have it now either. Yeah, I'm going to read some. Uh, let, well, let's look at this. This is also in this light. And there's a ton of different um, things about this. I'm just going to show one. This is on CNN, and that's dated today, December 9th. You guys can see it. Here, let me uh, get this up here. Okay, CNN, December 9th, went up at 4.58 p.m. Eastern Time. Federal criminal investigation into Hunter Biden focuses on his business dealings in China. Okay. (laughs) After pausing in the months before the election, federal authorities are now actively investigating the business dealings of Hunter Biden. A person with knowledge of the probe said his father, President-elect Joe Biden, is not implicated. (laughs) Now that the election is over, the investigation is entering a new phase, federal prosecutors in Delaware working with the IRS Criminal Investigation Agency and the FBI are taking overt steps such as issuing subpoenas and seeking interviews, uh, the person with knowledge said. Now, let's just bear this in mind for a second here. Um, Project Veritas has put out the the um, the the uh, 
what do you call it? Like the conference calls that the uh, the Zucker over at CNN had with all these reporters working for him, where he said, "Ignore Hunter Biden." We've all heard that, right? Everyone's aware of that. Mm-hmm. These guys said, "Oh, there's nothing here. This is made up. It's fake. It's Russia or whatever." Before now, they're talking about it, but now the elections are over. This is why people don't believe any of this nonsense. You know, if you're looking at this, checking um, Wikipedia right now, because mm-hmm. when everything first started uh, with this Hunter Biden thing, mm-hmm. I actually looked up Hunter Biden on Wikipedia and it mentioned um, the scandal, the situation, the investigation. And it actually said uh, has been debunked. So mm-hmm. I want to see now if it still says that. What happened mm-hmm. to the computer? Yeah. They haven't. There's no way they've debunked this stuff. They, that stuff. Yeah, it, it, they hadn't real. debunked it at all. It had just come out, and they had already put it up as official. Again, yeah. I mean, no, it's yeah. Wikipedia. It's all but still, real, it and it goes deep. There's a lot of stuff going on here now. CNN, MSNBC. If you guys Google it, believe it or not, right on Google on CNN, MSNBC. Now they're talking about the Hunter Biden thing. Why are we supposed to believe these people? And when YouTube is going to come out with specific policies, if we're saying the earth is flat, people should just ignore us, right? If we're, if we're saying nonsense and it has no basis, people will just ignore us. It's called free speech. We could talk about whatever we want to, right? We could say whatever we have to say. If they're going to make policies specifically about that, they are attempting to brainwash or whitewash whatever the truth is. You have to ask questions about things in order to find out answers. There's no one. They can't show anyone actually getting into this and investigating it and saying, oh, this, this, this video of these guys pulling out things, that's fake. No, that's real. Okay? So, I mean, it's, it's insanity. And whatever they do, I'm not going uh, to be intimidated about it. They can just do it. They're, they're, they're going to find reasons to get rid of us. All of that stuff's coming. By the way, you keep mentioning the earth, the flat earth thing. I just found out today that apparently they don't believe it's completely flat. They think it curves a little bit on the edges so it catches <laughs> stuff, debris from. And you know that. <laughs> <laughs> My friend worked with one. It was pretty wild. Some of the stuff he would tell us that the planets were facing us, the perfect. Mm-hmm. And why? Because I'm like, well, look, that, that planet's round. No, no, it faces us. That's why you can't see it's flat. I was like, oh, okay. When you fly, they have a, like a camera outside that projects on the airplane to so make it look round. It was all sorts of weird stuff. It was pretty odd. <laughs> yeah. But the, the point, I think the point with that is who are they going after? Are they really just, so now YouTube is only about the truth. They're edi- editorializing what people put up on YouTube? <laughs> really? You know? Because there's a whole bunch of stuff that's clearly BS and it's up there, right? So the people questioning all of this stuff coming out and no one actually making an investigation into what happened during the elections, no one for that matter taking the time to lock down this, well, not, I shouldn't say no one, but lots of states that didn't lock down their elections, you know, all this stuff going on with the voting machines and uh, extra votes showing up and water pipes bursting that didn't burst at all. And then people getting kicked out. And then when they were kicked out, security camera video showing these people once everyone was gone, this finding. So this, no one's going to investigate that. YouTube already knows. 
They know the truth. Somehow in California, they figured out what the truth is. That's nonsense. You know, I don't think, I don't, I don't believe that anyone believes that. So, okay. Whose dog is that? <laughs> that's Sorry, your that's yeah. dog. Yeah. Maybe that's they heard dog. me. Maybe they heard he me. He never barked. Yeah. But, uh, hold on one second. Yeah. Um, yeah, there you go. Sorry about that. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. Len Holt says Hank is really serious tonight, just saying. Um, and 42 Chilled said, I saw the edge one time. It was scary the way the water just poured over like a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. that was Asgard. <laughs> uh, PRP says, if they're editorializing their publisher and shouldn't get Section 230 protection. <sighs> yeah. You know, um, once again, I think we've talked about this over and over again. Even the Republican politicians, the guys on the right, have dropped the ball and not and, and let these guys get away with stuff for a long time. Um, and that's why we're moving in this direction. And the only thing we can all do, I think, as a community is just prepare for what's coming. So, um, I, you know, that's a tough thing. What do you think about this, Trey? About the election or just in general, because I no, no, not the flat earth. But I think just in general, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. But, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just, you know, anxious or put off. I think it's uh, interesting disconnected. that the news channels call these certain states as a win because of the population in those areas. Mm -hmm. And then at three in the morning, they're a loss. And mm -hmm. I'm a little confused as to. Why all of a sudden the news channels would say that? I mean, it was like Fox, NBC, mm -hmm. all those called certain states he had won because he had won certain areas, and he knew mm -hmm. that it wasn't going to change. And mm -hmm. then at three in the morning, it was different. Mm -hmm. So I do think it's a little odd. I mean, obviously, yeah, but uh, it's weird. It's yeah. weird, you mm -hmm. know. And but the the weirdest part that I, that I think is even more troubling is that. YouTube saying, if you say this, we're going to delete you. We're going to kick you off. You can't, you, you can't. What, what are you guys talking about? We can't say, hey, there needs to be an investigation here. We're, what we're seeing with our own eyes that we're seeing things and we are intelligent enough to parse things, right? Like today, someone sent me, um, someone sent me video. I guess there was a, so this is what the video was. There's an interview with this woman who said that a guy attacked her with a chainsaw and and said racist stuff to her, attacked her with a chainsaw, and then she's saying in the video that she shot the guy. Someone sent me that video, right? And when I looked at it, and she's even, so in the video, she's actually like showing how she shot the guy. She has on, you know, she's got clothes, she's obviously got clothing on, but she, she, she had a, um, she was concealed carrying in one of those belly belly band uh, holster things, right? So she shows herself pulling her shirt up and taking the gun out and all that and pointing it towards the camera. So when I saw that, I was like, what news, what news reporters let you do this demonstration, <laughs> right? We, this is not what these guys get up to. So I asked the person sending it to me. I was like, is this real? Meanwhile, I'm searching uh, I'm looking for news to see what was this? What's going on here? And I see news articles about a woman that was attacked by a guy with a chainsaw and the guy was saying racist stuff. The guy was arrested. There was nothing about a shooting. And I'm telling the guy, listen, I don't think this is real. 
And then I checked in with with John Crump of Ammo Land, and he was he called me up laughing. He was like, "Dude, this has been going on for a week. Everyone keeps asking me if this is real. Basically, the company that makes that belly band, they did a video where they pretended, yeah, they did a video where they permit pretended that the like they got a black woman and she was there like you know reenacting and they made it look like a news thing." Right. And so they did this to go viral, which is funny and good for them, but it's not real. So we have to be sophisticated enough to to parse that, to see what's going on and go, hold on, let me verify this. Now, I'm saying all of that to tell you guys that what we're seeing, the evidence that's out there of voter fraud, okay, um, in, in this and corruption in this election, that's real. That's real stuff. And just like how now they're talking about Biden, when it's too late, sometime after January 20th, for them to say, oh, well, you know what? There's probably there's probably voter fraud. That's nonsense, right? It's going to be too late when you already go through this transition and all that. This is the time to secure it. If you really care about democracy and all that, now is the time to investigate these things, to ask questions, to get out there and figure out what's going on. We can all clearly see this. If, if we're wrong and what we're seeing is wrong, do the investigations. Show us the evidence. Right? Is that too much to ask for these days? I don't think so. Yeah. When so. it goes against what an agenda, I think, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're interested in the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. I don't um, think we're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimately, I think not. But, you know, that's what we that's what we prepare, prepare for. Right. That's why we do what we do. You know, but the world is going to change if um, people, not just us, if folks out there start to realize that all of this is BS, we're living in a different world. We're all going to start functioning like that. They can lie to us all they want to. Human beings know. We, you know, we communicate with each other without talking. We can see stuff and we know what's going on. We know when we can, like, oh, this is BS. Who's going to believe anything ever now? Right? I don't think we really believe news in the first place. I haven't watched news, real news in a while. I usually get my, I read my news. Yeah. So I can filter through everything. I do not I like, do opinion pieces. I like to uh, watch the news and I like to see everything that's out there. Like when I'm driving, I don't like to listen to music. I, I listen to sports radio. Okay. It used to be sport, uh, sports radio. News radio. Um, talk radio. It used to be sports radio, but I kind of stopped caring about sports this year. So I flip back and forth between um, the local conservative um, channel and NPR and I find it really interesting to hear the same exact story reported, but with a slant. And it's interesting how it's like the omission of a few words makes the same story or the same statement oh, yeah. sound completely different. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think they it's important to me. hear what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every news channel in the area went after me from my range. Mm-hmm. NPR, every news channel. I was on every news channel, northern and southern Florida and central Florida. They mm-hmm. all went after me. And it was all opinion pieces and it was all garbage. And it was all trash. I Did anyone come out and talk to you, give you a chance to say your, speak your side? Okay, so <laughs> they, they tried. But again, like she said, 
they'll cut me off or they'll edit me. I'm not stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let my attorney do the talking. And so that's what I didn't have a choice. I had to let my attorney do the talking and I had to keep my mouth shut and be smart about it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, exactly like she said, a few words here, a little edit here, mm-hmm. a little cut off there makes me look like a bad guy, makes me look terrible. Mm-hmm. Whatever they want to do, they know how to manipulate that. It's all perception because there's a little box that you're perceived on. They don't know anything about the backstory, the front story. Mm-hmm. They don't know anything about all that stuff. And so what happens is if I talk, they use it against me. Mm-hmm. So I shut my mouth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to play. You got to play smart, and you just got to sit and watch. Yeah. And what I do, I played the long game, and I won because mm-hmm. my range is open and I'm operating. Yeah. You know. But it could have gone the other way had I been out there, you know, doing something stupid, mm-hmm. yelling at people and gone and getting wild. Nope. You know, you have to be smart. Mm-hmm. You, you got to play chess and not checkers. And that's really how you have to think about it. Right. Um, yeah. Also, one just one thing before we move on from this, which we probably should. But um, do you guys believe you, you mentioned sports, I guess, accidentally. But. Do you believe how, you know, like the, who's winning the world championships and stuff like that anymore? Because I don't. When I see all these things, it's too much like a story, too much like a movie who wins. Oh, these guys won for the first time ever. This, the, you know, it's just weird. When I look at it, I'm like, this just seems all scripted to me who wins, you know? I don't know. I used to I, I used to love um, basketball. That was my big one. So I always, and, and I love the, the trading and, and the free agency stuff the most actually on the off season um and the coming together and the pulling apart of teams and you know mm-hmm. that aspect of sports um so i don't know i feel like it's a little bit like a, a like a soap opera in some ways so maybe yeah it's entertainment That's i think it's, it's a, yeah it's all you know they've all it's like wrestling <laughs> well yeah but it's entertainment yeah if you look at it for what it is you don't take it seriously yeah, then you but, know it's entertainment yeah. I like college uh, football, soccer, because mm-hmm. those guys are trying to get get themselves proven. So I do feel like they're a little bit more hardcore, mm-hmm. not not as much professional. As, I, I do go to Orlando City. I watch Orlando City mm-hmm. play, but uh, they haven't been doing well last the, season. So. The whole world is like wrestling <laughs> now. The whole world's like wrestling. <laughs> when I first came to America, I used to get into fights with people over wrestling because I was like, okay, you guys know this is fake, right? You know, the kids I was in school with, they were like, it's not fake. And then we would get into to fights <laughs> over whether it's... And, and, and just realize that these are people who were breakdancing, fighting each other. Right? Because it was in the movies. And at the same time, they were real fighting. You know? So it was just really... It was one of the most surreal things. I think most people are just really sheep. And a lot of these people realize, okay, we're going to script all of this. When you look at these reality shows, do you think they're real? Do you think it really goes oh, down like that? Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I'm an avid watcher of reality TV shows. And mm-hmm. uh, I love the once they all have these like um, contracts where you're not allowed to talk about what happened for a certain number of years. And then I love it when they come out and write a book after it's all over. And then you get to hear all the dirty secrets and stuff like that. But I still love watching them. I'm a, um, I'm a big fan of The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. It's my dirty little, you know. It's entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Something you enjoy. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. BTS yeah, you, also you, not real, by the way. <laughs> Amish <laughs> Mafia. They are real. They are real. <laughs> They're not I real. I watched The Amish Mafia. It's the worst <laughs> one ever. But it was entertaining and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. That's <laughs> a real <laughs> show? It was badly scripted, too. <laughs> Amish, <laughs> Amish wrestling? Uh, 
No, Amish Mafia. Mafia, that's, Amish that's, Mafia. That's a okay. reality TV show? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think it's on anymore, though. They they canceled it because it was so badly scripted. But yeah. it was entertaining. I actually really enjoyed it. Yes. Yeah. Um, Kathleen Music Lover says, Hank, wrestling isn't real. Now you messed up my whole world. So, <laughs> it's not real. Come to the range. Most, you can most see Most of it. what you see is not real. They're just picking and uh, choosing the winners. That's the world we live in. You've got to decide if you want to believe that. I think most people don't. That's why there's all the gun sales. <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah. me. That's real. Those are real gun things sales. that are happening. Yeah. Amazing. They're amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, 42 Chill says K-pop is not real. It's CGI. Boom. Facts. Listen, I've been into I've been into K-pop since uh, 2012. It's definitely real. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of plastic surgery that's what you mean it's not real then then okay yes yeah those are just lookalikes they could swap those guys out at will <laughs> yeah or girls whatever they are uh <laughs> not to go into it but there's actually a group that has that configuration where they they swap them out on purpose it's really crazy i'm not going to go into it but yes yeah. uh -huh. that is a true thing it, it's real absolutely yeah yeah it's really fake yeah uh, DCG44 says Amish Mafia was so bad it was good. <laughs> See, it was, it was terrible, but I actually enjoyed it. It was very entertaining. Wow. It was pretty bad. Um, uh, Top Shot is a reality TV show that needs to yeah. come back. I miss that. Top Shot was a great reality show. I like, I don't, I don't really watch reality shows, but I will stop and watch uh, any reality shows with the little people. And oh, no. I don't know, it amuses me for some reason. I like to see no, no one like it's, no. it's amusing to me. Uh, I I I'm amused by that. So I don't know but why I, I I can't I no, no. I can't. No. <laughs> you can't look at the little people. I can't. No. I don't know why. <laughs> Is this a fear? Is this like a fear of uh, of of uh, of clowns and stuff like that? You've got a fear of Maybe. little people. Maybe I think I think I associated with uh, I used to be fearful of the circus and I definitely went to the circus and they had the little ones. But I know this is a real medical condition, so I feel terrible saying this. Mm -hmm. And they're they're perfectly normal people that are good people. But I mm -hmm. just can't. I'm not going to sit there and watch a show about it. That's all I'm going to say. It gives know. me anxiety. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's if I'm flipping through TV, if I'm at a hotel or someplace that has TV because I don't have that. Um, and I see some, like, I see like a reality show with little people. I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated by that, but that's just I didn't me. know they had a reality show for little people. Yeah, they do. They do. Okay. Uh, Learn something. Yeah. Uh, American Freedom Outdoors says K-pop is full of androids and mannequins. Probably. And <laughs> <laughs> moonshiners. Uh, they had a show where they were picking ginseng. In like Kentucky mountains, I've watched that, that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that was that was interesting. I like real stuff like that or Top Shot, like we said. I carry my revolver in, in single action. Says I watch Real Housewives of Atlanta with the wifey. Boom! There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely scripted. Yeah. Um, all right. So listen, let's do let's do this here, right? Let's talk about because Lola was saying that when Trey is on from Aries Training Firearms Facility. Um, we don't ever talk about the facility. So we well, got to we're talking about other interesting. Yeah, stuff. we always get into other stuff. So uh, <laughs> let's let's do that. Someone's Len Holt is saying, oh, the great bachelor or bachelorette. Never watched those. 
As long as you realize that they're not reality, they're just fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I want to know, where is Aries uh, Range located? It's in Leesburg, Florida, north north of Orlando. Okay. Northwest Orlando. Between Ocala and Orlando. Outdoor range? Yeah. 100-acre outdoor range. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what do people – is like, do you have to be a member – no, you can be a member. We have multiple member packages. I'm very reasonable for the size of range mm-hmm. I am because mm-hmm. I understand that, you know, you, you pay for gas, pay for time, mm-hmm. you got to buy ammo, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I have pretty reasonable prices. I do have hourly rates too, though. Um, so it just depends on what kind of shooting you want to do. Yeah. Usually tell people if you're going to shoot for a couple of hours, go ahead and get the membership so you mm-hmm. can come once a month and shoot for a couple of hours and have some fun. Yeah. If you're going to shoot once every six months, just pay the hour and be done with it. Yeah, now I'm showing a map, and that big uh, red uh, teardrop or whatever you guys call it uh, on the map there, that's Leesburg. So it's right in the middle of the dingus. If you just imagine America, and then Florida is like the dingus of America. <laughs> the dangler. Yeah, uh, right in the middle. Right we in the middle. Right the dangler, aren't we? Yeah, there's Leesburg uh, for anyone who's looking. So centrally, centrally located in Florida. You know, um, if you're in South Florida, you can get there. If you're in Georgia, you can get there. Um, I think you guys are about, I'm in Gainesville. That's maybe an hour and a half, something like that. It's not anymore because of the way they did the, uh, they four-lane 44. So now it's actually quicker for you. Hank, it's about an hour. Okay. About an hour. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then you're saying that people don't have to be a member there, right? No, they can come there and pay hourly rate. We have hourly rate. We do okay. have a lot of different instructors that teach there, different classes. So you can always jump in on an instructor's class and teach. Okay. Um, so I've been doing um, quite a few of those guys start trickling in. And uh, I, I'm lucky. I have a very large assortment of different instructors, and they all have their specialties and their different you know, demographics and everything. So I, I like the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. of the different guys coming together and enjoying a two-way community. So. Okay. And I'm showing the website. So it's uh, AriesTrainingFacility.com for anyone who wants to go on the website. If you go there, you'll see the, the Facebook and the Instagram page is up there. There's a phone number and all that kind of stuff. Um, is it all just like advanced classes, introductory classes? What's the... Yeah, we from anything from I've never shot a gun to I want to learn how to hit targets at five, six, seven, and eight and shoot mm-hmm. in different groups. Um, mm-hmm. We do stop the bleeds. We do anything you want. I mean, it's pretty. We're pretty flexible. I'm lucky. Like I said, I, most of my staff is ex-military, so if you're military and law enforcement, you're definitely going to get along with my staff. Um, and then so you have you have training built into the range. Yes. Yeah, and do you then have, I have, uh, other do you have medical courses. Yes, I do. I have a retired first sergeant that te- he was a medic in the army, and he just retired, and he teaches those classes. He's amazing, and he—he—that's the guy that you say, "Hey, what about this?" He's going to answer, and it's the correct answer every time. He's an incredible instructor. And are those the, are all, one of my staff guys at the range. Are the classes on the website here? Can we look get a look at? Not yet, no. Okay. We did the website ourselves, and I had to say that uh, we're not mega uh, super technologically advanced here in Leesburg. Oh. So. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I could but tell. You know, there. I mean, I've been posting more on Instagram mm-hmm. just so people can see when the classes are. 
But okay. we're going to eventually get a calendar where we just log all the classes in. I like the medic class. If you want to do a stop the bleed class, he'll do one right then for you. You just okay. show him, guy, I want to stop the bleed class. All right, come on, let's go over here. And he'll set you up and do the class right then. The guy's pretty relaxed and he's a super good instructor. So Yeah, so let me just show people. If you're looking on Instagram for Aries, uh, once you put in Aries, you should see um, – you know the facility here and i'm trying you got pictures of the range and stuff like that in there right and you're yeah, posting the right. classes and things like that that yep. are going on so if you want to get a an idea of the range um let me see i mean i don't know if you have a range tour video somewhere but you've got a lot of bays and stuff like that set up yep. um i need to do one hank that's actually a really good idea i got the drone i could probably do the whole property with the drone right and do it in uh time elapsed yeah, when I come out there, next time I come out there, I'm going to, um, I'm, I'll do some kind of video and I'll walk around and show people stuff. But tell us, so like, you know, what kind of ranges do you have? What kind of distances and setups, so my, bays and things like that? Obviously, my is, operating range is mm -hmm. out to 400 yards. We have one, two, three, and 400 yard steel hangers that you can shoot. Mm -hmm. uh, I also have multiple pocket bays. They are 25 yards in length. They are designed for transitioning and drawing from the holster, things like that. More aggressive style shooting. Mm -hmm. Those are tires filled with dirt, so they're indestructible. We shot them with machine guns. We tried to shoot everything we could through them. Nothing goes even more than a half an inch through them. It's crazy how much they stop. Mm -hmm. um, we have multiple ones of those. We have large ones and small ones for you know, different instructors or just I want to teach my wife. I've had guys, we have a couple that comes out every Wednesday and the man and wife come out and shoot together and they have a good time and they get one pocket bay and they shoot that. I also have an 860 yard range. I have targets from five, six, seven, eight, and 860, uh, all steel hanging. Um, we're redoing that range right now. We're putting a thing called the shot marker. Mm -hmm. And right now we have one up. What it does is you have your tablet sitting next to you and you shoot. If you shoot inside the 15-foot box, it detects the sound of the round coming through, gives you your velocity, and tells you where it was inside the box, even if you missed a target. So you no longer need a spot and scope. Oh, cool. So, yeah, it's really cool. So we're going to do all of that all the way down because we obviously want to do more, uh, yeah. more user-friendly shooting. Because if you're by yourself trying to spot, it is very difficult to do, especially out past 700 yards because everything's tiny out there. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a decent spot scope, you're not seeing anything. Yeah. So that system is uh, works off your phone or your tablet. You pull it up. You hit the yardage you want to shoot at, and you shoot, and it'll show you where the round is in comparison to the target or obviously on target. So mm -hmm. it's pretty cool. We're, we're working on that right now. It's all up and running on the 860. So Okay. I'm gonna, I've got a that. 50 I'm going to come out there and try that out with. Yeah, bring it out. I shoot yeah. my 50 all the time. We'll shoot together. It'll be fun. Yeah, absolutely. So what kind of guns can people shoot up there? I think it's probably a question. From what to what can you shoot up there? Uh, 22 to 50. Okay, 22 to you 50. You can shoot anything you, that you can pull the trigger on. Um, I'm one of the few ranges that allow 50 cal shooting. And then um, we do have machine guns for rent. I do rent multiple different kinds of machine guns. Uh, anywhere from I have a twenty full auto 22 up to uh, you can rent my 50 cal Barrett if you're interested in shooting a Barrett. All reasonably priced, you know. A lot of places they hammer you on the price. I we don't kill you on the price. It's very reasonable. Mm -hmm. um, if you always want to shoot a fifty, come on out. I'll I'll put you through a lesson and teach you how to shoot the fifty. Absolutely, um, that's awesome. Um, 
So you've got a store on the premises, or how is that? What's going on there? Well, the storefront's going up here shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're waiting for the county to approve my permitting. Uh, once they, they're not real hur- in a hurry right now, but mm-hmm. nothing government is in a hurry because of COVID. Right. And so that we're waiting for that a permit to get cleared. Once that permit's cleared, we're going to build a uh, six thousand square foot building with uh, showers, um, classrooms, storefront, et cetera, et cetera. That way someone can come and shoot. I have a lot of police officers that come and shoot, and they can come, take a shower, and go back to duty or go on duty. Um, we try to accommodate those guys as much as we can, try to help them out. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you have, like, camping facilities, or if if not, um, are there hotels, restaurants, and no. things like that close by? No, but we are less than five minutes from a mall, uh, six, six or seven hotels and multiple restaurants so un- unusual for a range to be near anything to be honest with you mm-hmm. most ranges are usually an hour or more from even a, even the closest restaurant mm-hmm. uh, we're we're less than five minutes from an international airport uh hotels restaurants etc cetera, etc cetera. so um after you get done shooting if you're staying the night for a class you can go out and go bowling or go play video games they have like an arcade so if you have your kids mm-hmm. and of course we are 45 minutes or less from Disney World, so your family can go to Disney World. You can come up and train if you want. All sorts of stuff. We're pretty centrally located in Orlando or in Florida. So mm-hmm. Pretty good. Right. I'm asking these questions like I don't know, but I have been up there. Um, I've stayed in hotels up there. Um, you know, we've had gone out. There's lots of different places, like some nice local places and some yeah. franchise things around there. Um, where you guys can eat and all that kind of stuff. If you're driving up there, plenty of gas stations and things like that. Uh, Do you you guys have bathroom facilities on the premises, right? Right now, obviously, we have the uh, standard porta potty on Mm -hmm. site. Mm -hmm. But once the building is built, we'll have full handicap accessible bathrooms and uh, showers available for anybody that needs to use them. Um, We're just waiting for the, like I said, waiting for the county. So once they get done with their process, then we'll start pouring pads and building the building. Mm-hmm. It'll happen pretty quick. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it'll so be next, cool if you get some camping stuff up there, man. You know? Yeah, I would like to eventually get that. But as of now, I hate to say it, that's not in uh, yeah, the worst. Way, but yeah, way down. there's about 20 RV parks around us, as crazy as that sounds. Mm-hmm. And so you could pull your RV up there and stay in one of those RV parks. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Be less than five minutes from the range also. Okay, very cool. Yeah, did, did you – did you have a question, Joanna? Um, well, it sounds like I'm going to have to go take a trip up to Leesburg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, no, seriously, I was. Um, we were I, looking into doing um, uh, a medical class, mm-hmm. and uh, we recently started RSOing for uh, a friend of ours has a, a training a company, so we started RSOing for him, and we drive up to. Um, I like outdoor ranges now, so oh, it definitely yeah. sounds like down here. There's nothing close by. So we have two options, north or south, and they're both about an hour or two hours from us. So that's not that much farther. Um, so we'd definitely like to check it out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Come, come up. I'd love to have you up. Yeah. And I'll get with Kevin and we'll set up a class for y'all. Yeah. Is there um, a Head Strange discount? Half off. Right. Don't say that because people. Oh, <laughs> double, yeah. Oh, double the price, then half off. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Hank Strange discount. No way, Hank. My son did a mohawk because of you. I'm going to get you one day. <laughs> He's like, shave a mohawk, daddy, just like Hank Strange. I said, oh, okay. Well, you remember, you saw it. it yeah, was I did. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. I told you. He's he a wild man. Another one too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I've done stuff up there. I'm going to continue to do stuff. Uh, you guys do events up there, right? We do do events. Obviously, we're not doing any right now because we don't know what's really going on with the COVID. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I really don't care about any of that stuff. I do know people are dying, mm-hmm. and I do know people are fearful of it. So I need to mm-hmm. respect, you know, mm-hmm. obviously other people's belief in it. Mm-hmm. So we, we're holding off on any kind of event until travel starts opening up. I, I'm looking at it when people start taking cruise ships and cruise lines. Then I feel pretty comfortable that most people are traveling. So that's when I'm probably going to start booking events and setting those up. Okay. All right. So for right now, because of everything going on, you're not doing it. And I know there's yeah, we can like set up things. Event. We might have three people show up. What's yeah. the point? Or things get canceled, right? Yeah. Um, or especially... things get canceled. Yeah. Or we don't know if they're going to try to implement some kind of mandatory lockdown or main. We don't know what they're mm-hmm. going to do. So uh, rather than try to plan an event, we just kind of sit back and let people come out and shoot and enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of new shooters. Crazy. I don't know what you're seeing down there, but, but tons of new shooters. In fact, they overwhelm my old shooters, uh, and they don't care what they pay for ammo and guns. They just pay it because they want to protect themselves and their family, and they don't care. Um, mm-hmm. I do do gun trials, so I'll bring like 300 handguns out, and we'll go through a bunch of them until we find the one that matches you. And then I go, all right, that's the one. And I don't tell them I like this one or I like that one. We find the one that fits their needs because mm-hmm. – everybody's different mm-hmm. and i do push revolvers too i mean if you don't plan on training to use a semi-automatic pistol you need to buy a revolver and mm-hmm. i do have people that say i'm going to shoot today with you and take this gun home and never shoot it again mm-hmm. you need a revolver sorry mm-hmm. you know so yeah yeah I'll, I'll second that um i've been obviously with the ammo shortage uh haven't been shooting as often as i'd like mm-hmm. but we have been to the range um <laughs> In the last few months, we have been out, and I'm always surprised that despite COVID, the ranges that we've gone to are always really packed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's a good point that Joanna brought up there. What are you guys doing for ammo? Are you able to get ammo? Are you selling ammo to folks coming up there? What's going yes, on? Yes, yes. Um, we still get ammo, but mm-hmm. it's sporadic. So it's, hey... If you ask, you get it if I have it. If you don't, then I'm sorry. Well, when do you think you're getting it in? When do you think you're going to win the lotto? I don't know when I'm going to get it in. They call me and go, we have ammo, and it'll be there. So I get it and bring it up, and then first come, first serve. Mm -hmm. I learned my mistake. I learned my lesson about posting it online Mm -hmm. because I went down and picked up 20,000 rounds of Mm 9mm, and my wife posted it online. And before I even got the vehicle loaded, I already had (laughs) to And then people were waiting the next morning, standing outside the building. I'm like, never do that again. Mm-hmm. It's if you're there and you got lucky, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, as funny as it seems, rifle calibers are not as hard to get. And 22, mm-hmm. as weird as it seems, 22 is actually not hard to get. Yeah, I'm gonna, three, I, I need to start stocking up on 22. I, I mean, I have a lot of 22, but I would suggest that if it's available now, buy it when you see it. If it's if the prices and everything are good buy it when you see it because a lot of that's going to flip if we really run into something yeah. here. Uh, maybe 22 is getting manufactured because they can't manufacture the other stuff um, necessarily. Um, not the, the same people don't really manufacture it. Sometimes they do. But I heard it's All actually more difficult to do 22, and that's why we see yes, there's shortages sometimes. So. 22 is my go-to training around. I have a revolver in 22, mm-hmm. semi-automatic pistol, and, of course, AR-style guns and bolt guns. 
Mm-hmm. So it's easy for me to teach somebody on a 22 and then they transition up to a larger gun. Mm-hmm. I tell them sometimes we do post, go here, there's ammo here. Mm-hmm. Hey, go here, buy this ammo. We try mm-hmm. to help people out. Guns are starting to come back. Not crazy, but I, I do see, I actually see guns in stores now, mm-hmm. you know, where you go in a store and it was, it was empty. And now I go in there and there are actually guns in there. So guns aren't as bad. Maybe the preferred gun you were looking for might be hard, like the 365. But we are. I saw a woman a couple of days ago buying an easy uh, 380 uh, Smith and Wesson. Man, I was kind of surprised she even found one, but mm-hmm. she found it. She bought it. So mm-hmm. um, guns are starting to trickle back in. Ammo, on the other hand. Yeah. Okay. So it looks like Trey froze there. Uh, okay. That's just not working. You have all the powder and primer. Wah, wah, wah. Am I, am yeah, I you're back. <laughs> you're back. You're okay, back. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Ammo, on the other hand, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. You know, can't get a projectile, can't make a round. Sorry, you have to have all all four components. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so especially primers. Primers are not, you know, there are some factories in the United States for primers, but primers are mainly made overseas. Mm-hmm. And... You can't get a primer. It doesn't matter if you have everything. It doesn't matter. You have to have the primer. We're not shooting flintlocks. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, we definitely help with ammo. And a lot of my classes for my instructors, we do hold ammo on site for the instructor to tell his students they have ammo on site just for you and it costs X amount of dollars. When you get there, you'll have ammo because it's kind of hard to train when you ain't got no ammo. Mm-hmm. So, we try to help the instructors out, keep those guys in business because they're very important to the 2A community. Got to keep those instructors rolling. Got to keep them moving. So. Absolutely. Joanna, did you have any questions here? Um, just ask you guys, what is your opinion on when ammo is going to be making a comeback in 2021? Was it be making a comeback in 2021? Nine millimeter. But when? When will we see ammo? Yeah, when will, when will ammo... Uh, Six months or you'll see nine. Mm-hmm. Because nine's a NATO caliber. They never stop making nine. So here's what here's what happens. They make nine millimeter, right? The machine's making nine millimeter. It's doing its deal. They have to stop the machine, retool for 380, and run the same ammo for 380 through the nine millimeter press. Or you keep the nine millimeter rolling because you're making thousands of dollars and you don't want to shut down for a day. Mm-hmm. You, that's what's going to happen. You want, Nine millimeter will come back. It's NATO. It will come back. It may trickle in, and then then they'll start pushing in. It's like all of a sudden there'll be a bunch of nine millimeter. Why? Because they know that they can make money on it, and they're pumping it out. Mm-hmm. I see rifle. I see rifle cartridges. Yeah, it's not impossible to make five, five, six, or three oh eight. Mm-hmm. What's hard is handguns, especially mm-hmm. nine millimeter and three eighty. Yeah, and they're tough to find. Even I had problems getting some. I went to go get some. I shoot uh, sick V crowns. <laughs> Man, they were hard to find, even for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So I found someone got it, obviously, but that stuff will just come back in like crazy. But again, unless they do something weird with gun control, then especially with 5.56 or some kind of mag, weird gun control mag thing, I mean, we don't know what they're going to do. And then prices could skyrocket again and everybody's panic buying and everything else that we've seen before. Mm -hmm. So if everything's normal, I see 9mm coming back in six to eight months. Yeah. Well, reasonably priced. We'll put it that way. Not not where it was at before, but it will start trickling in. Yeah, um, some people are saying t- uh, 2022. DCG 44 says uh, 20 deep into 2021. Kiaski said 2022. I know when um, when I know what's sitting overseas right now. Mm-hmm. 
and you don't what y'all don't understand is there's a lot of nine millimeters sitting in container ships waiting to come here but the covid's hold them up right and depending on who's in the white house and things that happen they may not allow those things to come here right? well those have already been purchased though it's already that what they've already purchased is already being imported into the country it just hasn't moved from port that's right. the problem okay there's ammo sitting over there i promise you that they're not holding it it's waiting to come over here the problem is like everything COVID stopped it. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. if you shut the whole port down because everybody's sick, mm -hmm. you're stuck. Yeah. That ammo's there. I promise you, I know how much is sitting on ships and containers out in these certain areas. That ammo's coming here. Yeah. And so. I think uh, they, whatever the biggest um, ammo supplier out there had a billion dollar backlog. So just keep that in mind. Yep. Yeah. And probably half of that's sitting on a ship in some port mm -hmm. that's shut down because everybody's sick. Yeah, if you uh, um, if you have if you see ammo that you use, and I think uh, at least one person said that there in the chat, if there's some ammo that you use, you go out, you see it, reasonable price, or you're enterprising and you find it online, you have the money, get it. You know, things are prices are going to keep kicking up though. I mean, I don't know what to tell people. I stopped from when Obama got elected. Mm -hmm. I was ready because I couldn't instruct because I was out of ammo. Mm -hmm. So I always keep a surplus of ammo to instruct. I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. It's hard to teach somebody when you're out there like, when you pull the trigger, it goes bang, but I'm sorry you can't hear it go bang. And, you know, just, it, it's hard to teach somebody how to shoot if you're getting no bullets. Now, with certain bullets, I do charge a premium rate on them, but I also tell the people, we'll keep it low, what's your budget? And then we go from there. Mm -hmm. And you know, but a lot of my instructors are struggling to find ammo. Mm -hmm. I put in an order for a thousand rounds mm -hmm. and two months ago and every two weeks I get an email saying uh, the shipping date has been changed. Yeah. So shipping date is now sometime in January. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think I'm getting that box. Of <laughs> thousand rounds. Of what? It, it's out there somewhere. Nine millimeter. It's like Nine millimeter? Said, okay. It's, it's sitting on a container ship somewhere stuck in a port because everybody's sick. Yeah. And that really is what's going on. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. So once once everybody kind of gets past it and they start getting well and they come back to work, you'll just get this influx of ships with ammo all over it. And you'll be like, whoa, where'd all this come from? Well, mm -hmm. it came from it's been sitting over there waiting to come over. Mm -hmm. And uh, now prices will fluctuate, obviously, because everybody will be like, oh, my God, nine. And they'll just keep buying. Mm -hmm. But as they start buying and it gets put right back on the shelf right behind them, they realize, why am I paying six hundred and fifty dollars for five hundred rounds of nine again? And then they'll, they'll go and they'll stop. And then it'll prices will go just like they did before. So hopefully. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's let, interesting. It is. Let me ask you this. What alternatives, have you even thought about this? What would you do? I mean, we're, we're already, there's a scarcity of ammo. What would you do if there was no ammo or it got really, really scarce? Do you have alternative methods set up for training? Are there other things that people can do, other kinds of devices that maybe you have on the range? About uh, two years ago, I bought a – well, at the time, it was sophisticated. It was a, project, a projector screen computer, mm -hmm. and it projected on the screen whatever target I told it to do and whatever movement it wanted, light. It had all sorts of movements and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. You had a laser light gun, and you can holster it and draw it and shoot that target and that target will react and it could fire back. Now you didn't get injured, it just said it fired back at you. Mm -hmm. But uh, I bought it as an alternative for older people who cannot come to the range because either A, they couldn't drive or B, they weren't physically able to and I could come to their house and teach them at their house. Mm -hmm. 
wound up never doing that because obviously I didn't promote it enough. I was working too much on the range. Okay. I do have an alternative method though. That thing was about five grand though. It was not cheap, okay. but I do like, yeah, exactly what she did. Mm-hmm. But it, it really is sophisticated state of the art. They make cheaper versions of that, but obviously they are cheap. Um, but, uh, I mean, you do what you can. And a, a lot of times there's, I bought SIG pellet gun. It's identical to my 226 mm-hmm. Mark 25. Mm-hmm. Identical. And it's a pellet gun. Yeah. All I needed to buy that. You mean like a BB gun? gun? Yep. Yeah. It's a pellet gun with the magazine removes and everything. You put a cartridge in it for air. You can stick the mag in and out. It racks the slide, everything. So mm-hmm. they can shoot into a styrofoam box. And at least, and it the slide moves when they fire and everything. So at least it's better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah, was I mean, another you, alternative method. If you had to train someone without any ammo, you could do airsoft. I mean, yeah, uh, airsoft another one. Mm-hmm. Lucas T Rex Arms did a video. He took uh, this was a few, a couple years ago. I don't remember. It was a while ago. Mm-hmm. He took um, the number one airsoft uh, player in Japan and brought him over, and. Went, wanted to see if his skills translated to real guns mm-hmm. and within like a few hours of just him getting used to like getting kind of hands-on with real rifles uh, and pistols it was just he was an amazing shooter mm-hmm. so the skills do translate mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i bought one for training hank it looked like a glock mm-hmm. even the cartridge that came out had uh the gas in it and like 18 bbs in it and i was like I mean, it looked like a Glock mag. It was, I had no idea. I thought, oh, airsoft. No, the guns they use are darn, they are almost identical to real guns. You can get them where they weigh exactly the same. They have, mm-hmm. have weight in them. They're made of metal. Mm-hmm. I've, I was looking at a bunch of different ones for training. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't thought about that, but that's a good one too. But yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard. And a lot of blue gun training. I hate to say it like mm-hmm. that. Yep. I mean, there's a there's a ton of different things, right? There's just the mechanics physically of what you're doing. Um, I know Walther also has uh, BB guns or airsoft. Is it airsoft? I think they have BB guns um, uh, versions of some of their guns. So, and there's there's a couple of different people uh, doing that nowadays. So, along these lines, Kiaski says, uh, do they do you plan on making an indoor range? And I know some of the bigger uh, big box indoor places out there like gander outdoors and stuff like that they have those indoor ranges where you can train virtually like you're talking about and guns that that, like a glock for example that it articulates it's all air powered um you know are you doing indoor range about it Mm -hmm. but it's expensive and i need to just get through the range part and get my building built Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna say i didn't think about it i i shoot utms I love those UTNs, but they're they are also expensive, so they're not as good of an alternative, mm-hmm. except for force on force. I, I agree with her; the airsoft is amazing, mm-hmm. um, but UTMs are force on force, but they're not cheap and mm-hmm. they hurt. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're not as good of an alternative for training if you're trying to be on a budget. What does um, UTM mean? Universal training munition. Oh, the okay. Uh, the little pea balls that are shot out of primer. Yeah, uh, cap plastic bullets. Yes, yeah, munition. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a real gun. Basically, the barrel is a small or a smaller caliber than the nine, mm-hmm. and then it's all rim fire, not center fire. So it can't be you can't load a real round into it at all. Mm-hmm. But all the operation is identical to a real gun. 
And like she said, when I transitioned over to that, it was easy for me because it's basically a real gun. And so when we're shooting, man, it it makes a huge difference because they are shooting back at you. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's a target and I'm shooting at it. No, that target's actually firing back at me or attacking me, whatever mode he was doing. And we wear full gear. I and mean, there were times where we, we locked it up. We got physical with each other. Mm-hmm. And you had to basically beat them off of you so you can draw your gun and shoot in the first place. Right. So <laughs> it, it does yeah. add a lot of a different element to the gun. Yeah, I've got a kit like that um, for the MP5. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, I don't have I, – I think there was a couple of simunition rounds that – Patrick and I got with those, but we each got a kit for each one of the MP5. Okay, so, cool. yeah, um, we just have to figure out where to get the simunitions from. I don't know if that's uh, oh, scarce I get nowadays. that for you, no problem. Oh, okay. Uh, well, later on, we'll take care of it. I'll take care of it for you. Oh, okay. Check your six is asking about this. It says, "Do you do simunition force and force classes?" Me or him? Uh, or no. Her. Do, Sorry, her. Well, I don't uh, think we I don't think Joanna's right doing now, any kind of training right now. Yeah, we yeah. did it. We mm-hmm. did. Um, mm-hmm. I have an instru- two instructors that come out and do it specifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you feel brazen, you're welcome to lock it up with me. I like to get punched in the face a lot. So mm-hmm. I've done <laughs> I've done simunition stuff. Um, I haven't had the actual simunition stuff fired at me, but I've fired it at people, and I've yeah, seen I what shot it could my do. Last guy point blank range left nice three bloody welts right in his chest. Yeah. He wasn't real happy. It's not fun. I told you to wear a thick jacket, though. Wear corduroy or, like, blue jean jackets, blue jean pants. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I do it, um, and then I have two other instructors that do it. Mm-hmm. I have a limited amount of guns right now because it's not a high item for me. High my, my priority right now is building that building, mm-hmm. getting out the range up to full capacity. Once it's up to full capacity, absolutely. But I do have two instructors that do it that are amazing. Okay. Incredible guys. Do you guys have a shoot house on there? You have a maze? Do you have something set up uh, for doing I that? I did. Or? We took it down. Okay. I want to redo it. Okay. Um, but again, like I said, my priority right now is the – here's the problem. Mm-hmm. Everybody says if you make it, they will come. If you mm-hmm. make the range, they will come. Certain things they just didn't use, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. And it got used once or twice a year. Well, sorry, I have to prioritize land. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not really using it, what's the priority for me? Yeah. Uh, so – I geared more to actual physically shooting, but I would like to get back into having like a UTM shoot house on the range. But I, I built the idea on my head, whether I implement it or not, depends on money, time, and you know the usual stuff, how many people are gonna come and actually use it. Mm-hmm. You wanna build a quarter million dollar indoor shooting range and three people come a year, you, that's, called, that's called going out of business is what right. they call that. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there a, a local pistol club that uses your facility? Um, yeah, there is, um, I have one that does pistols and then I have actually a local rifle club cause we're the longest range in the area. So I have quite a few long distance shooters, um, more of that, but I am starting to get a group of people coming out and shoot, which is actually pretty cool cause they're all different ages and different demographics, but they like to shoot. Mm-hmm. So they all kind of come together and shoot, and then they'll stand around and talk about different experiences. So it actually is a lot of fun. I, I like to interact with those groups, um, but they vary depending on um, holidays. Some of them are snowbirds. They're not here. Sometimes they are, you know, things like that. It does vary. Mm-hmm. But uh, Okay. All right. I've done the um, I've done the force-on-force training with paintball in the past, 
Um, and that and that stings also, but it was fun. Well, what you start understanding is mm-hmm. the limitations of the gun and how to disable a gun really fast. So in a, conf- a lot of the confrontations started out with my hand on your gun, your hand on my gun, mm-hmm. and let's go at it. We just start from there. And so you really do learn how to either A, disable a gun, or B, strip the gun out of the other guy's hand, or you just get lit up. I mean, there are a couple of times where they lit me up pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> You're a big um, guy. Like, I noticed when we were doing that, um, you know, whoever was tiny got hit less. <laughs> if you're a bigger target, you're going to get hit more unless you figure out how to, <laughs> yeah. to get I, behind cover. There was a guy in the class that was 6'8", mm-hmm. and he was and he was a beast. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely – we, me and him had fun. We'll put it that way. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like everything, it's make that distance. It's how you move. It's how you move outside off off the everybody's like, off the line off the X. How you move? Yeah, all that stuff's important, but you got to understand the direction and the movement is all that important. Plus, you have to draw your gun and engage and shoot the target while you're moving in a strange environment. Mm-hmm. Or if I got my hand on your shirt, I got you. Sorry, you're not going to be able to draw your gun because I'm going to throw you to the ground and hurt you pretty bad. So mm-hmm. you do have to understand that. Um, mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it does add another element to the physical confrontation, especially when I throw a blade in there. I do use training blades, and I have a training blade. And when dawn on you that I've already got a blade in my hand, it's already too late. I'm using that. And I do have the shock knife, too. I bought one about two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Well, it's a lot of fun for me. It's a shock knife, you said? Shock knife? Shock knife. Okay. It's like a taser knife. Right, right. So you hit the button and it has an electrode around the blade. <laughs> it okay. sounds like a taser going off. Mm-hmm. But it's only a 9-volt battery, mm-hmm. but you get reaction. So if I hit you in the arm, you're going to pull back because you react to the shock. Mm-hmm. It's not going to knock you out or anything, but it definitely adds another yeah. it's element. It's like a static yeah. shock uh, level probably. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I would hit guys with rubber knives and they just draw and shoot like, me. Yeah, whatever. Didn't you didn't hit me. Yeah. 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 I stabbed a guy... 15 or 20 times with a rubber knife and he just turns around and shoots me because it didn't do anything. I hit him with that shotgun knife. Mm -hmm. He's trying to get away from me as fast as he can Mm because it does get his attention. Yeah. Pretty much what will happen with a knife once, once you uh, start getting cut. Oh, I know. Trust me. They suck. Mm -hmm. Um, Len has a question here. He says, uh, is Trey hosting any IDPA matches? Yes and no. We're already looking at setting up one and hosting it. I'm going to host a mini one just to kind of work through the stuff. And then, yes, we are definitely wanting to do that. Okay. I'll post it online to let everybody know. Okay. Um, what kind of shooting do you and Rolando like to do, Joanna? Um, I'm mostly a pistol person. Okay. Uh, now we have not been using – I'll be honest, I have not shot the ARs pretty much since – the ammo situation because we didn't we have stuff but i don't i'm I'm very anxious about using up what we have Mm -hmm. so we definitely have more nine millimeter we have a a ton of 22 so i like to shoot uh anything that we have 22 um Mm -hmm. this was the year that we were supposed to do a bunch of stuff um we were gonna get certified uh to be trainers and we were i was rolando was already shooting competitively but i was going to join him in that and that has not happened. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to be doing more of both of those things next year if things look better because of, you know, one mm-hmm. ammo and two, the COVID has uh, shut down our local pistol club. So mm-hmm. it's already shut it down, you're saying? Wow. Um, 
our pistol club down here never reopened. Oh, wow. They didn't have to shut down, too. That was the crazy thing. Yeah. Yeah. I train instructors. If you want to come up, I'd be more than happy to take care of you guys. Well, I do I do a class for just y'all, too. I don't mind. That'd be It'd awesome. be your anniversary present, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> good idea. Good idea. I think, I think Rolando uh, would appreciate that. Um, okay, cool. Listen, you guys want to switch here, get into some gun stuff that's going on out there, uh, have some gun talk? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, let's. Sure. I'll start with this. Outside of any news thing, any new purchases at all getting made? Anyone buying anything? I do have a question. What's your favorite pistol? Yeah, there you go. Um, my CZ, my CZ seventy five. Ah, uh, yes, nice. Yeah, they're awesome. Uh, I was looking at getting. Yeah, that's a, a little high post there, Joanna. A little high post. No, high post. <laughs> I, my, they had a checkmate in stock. I almost bought it, but I was uh -huh. like, no, no, I need to wait. Mm -hmm. They're expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I, I can go lowbrow too. Like, um, my 380 is in a Ruger LC2. You know, like it's mm -hmm. it's. I shoot a $200 gun and I had a $700 gun. To mm -hmm. me, it's like. It doesn't matter. I train with everything, and mm -hmm. I shoot both well. Mm -hmm. So nice. I'm not I'm not um, snooty. Mm -hmm. I would shoot a high point if 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 it shot well. If I shot well with it, I don't, I don't care. Okay. Do you have a high point? No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know. CZs are awesome. They yeah. shoot really well. Yeah, they are. I, I cool. bought a full size, and then I bought a uh, the Shadow Two, mm -hmm. and then I got a, the subcompact, the 75B subcompact. It's identical to the 75, but it, it's obviously smaller. But it's all steel. Man, that gun's amazing. It shoots really well. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Night, I like Night Train in the, uh, in the chat says, don't say CZ. I mean, I'm drinking no kombucha. Awesome. What did you expect? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> CZs are awesome. She's a hipster. Like She's also a vegetarian. So, boom, there you go. Put yeah, it in my I, I drink soy milk. Yeah. <laughs> what was that, Trey? Said I'll shoot anything. I don't care if I mm -hmm. if I like it and I enjoy it. I'll shoot it. And just like she said, a high point or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's funny. I like all guns. We had this conversation before, Hank, about those high points, mm -hmm. and I had it again. Single mom came to the range with her kid, mm -hmm. taking a lesson so she can get a concealed weapons class. Mm -hmm. We let her park the, their vehicle over there so her kid could sit right next to the class mm -hmm. while she's doing the class and watch. She could watch him sitting in there. He was taking a nap. And the AC, relaxing, chilling. Mm -hmm. And we let her go back and forth, check on him, everything would stop the class. But what did she have? She had a piece of crap gun. But it didn't matter because it functioned and it served the purpose that she needed it to do. And just like the high points, it was all she could afford mm -hmm. and it did the job. Mm -hmm. And I do, I my mind has been changed about high points. Are they, would I go out and just grab one up and be like, yeah, I got a high point? Heck no. But they do shoot and they are cheap. And they do the job, and it is crazy. They function, yeah. They function. they function. Yeah, they function. They're relatively accurate uh, for what they are. Um, if you have problems with it, uh, High Point uh, supports those guns regardless of who yep. owns it. I think I have one I bought for sixty bucks. It's a gun you could buy used for under a hundred dollars. I think brand new, depending on where you're buying it, is maybe somewhere between a hundred and. 20 Buck and a half maybe probably. yeah 150 dollars so i'm looking for um, a compact one right now for mm -hmm. my classes as a cheaper alternative mm -hmm. you know so yeah i mean I, I, not my first choice but i tell you what i wouldn't i would not pick it up i tell you mm -hmm. it is interesting that i started to see them more at the range because mm -hmm. people can't afford it 
she couldn't afford anything. She worked two jobs. Mm-hmm. She could barely afford to take the class. Mm-hmm. I almost felt bad. I almost felt like we should have gave it to her for free, but mm-hmm. I didn't. So mm-hmm. sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. I will if, say um, some guns that have reputations, I'm mm-hmm. not going to put the gun on blast. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was RSOing uh, last time, I was particularly paying attention to one individual helping her out. And her gun had malfunctions every other shot. Mm-hmm. To the point where we finally like it jammed so bad. What was the gun? Tell Did us. she sell that Kimber? Did she sell the Kimber? <laughs> yeah, tell us the gun. It was, it was actually a Taurus. It was a Taurus. Okay. It was really bad. It, was it a really old Taurus that looked like a Beretta? No, no. She she actually I don't know if that was a used gun. I didn't get too oh. um too into it, but I don't think so. She she ended up having to go and actually swap out and um. uh, swapped out for her 380. And then she shot the whole class with 380, and then I was just cringing at thinking about the price of 380 or the availability of 380. Yeah, it's right but, now. Um, I think like Trey was saying, right now it's very tough to get 380. People, oh yeah, that's a big question. People always ask me about 380, but as Trey was saying, they're going to make nine if that's yep. what's in demand. 380 is going to be really hard to find for a while. Yeah, I uh, have. Rolando says it was a. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Joanna. No, no, you're good. He says it was uh, a. Rolando says. G2. G2, okay. There you go. Oh, it's a G2. That explains it. They were very poor quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the newer ones, I actually like the 709 Slim. They discontinued it, but it mm-hmm. shot really well. It's the really old, the older, like the 90s um, Britom knockoff ones. They are garbage. They do not shoot well at all. He says she was um, shooting a G2 with steel case 9mm. Oh, there. Yeah, and she was probably... New shooter, probably limp resting too. She probably didn't have a very good grip on it. No, she didn't. She yeah. didn't have a good grip. Um, look, I think that expensive guns malfunction and cheap guns malfunction, guns in the middle. There's a bunch of different things going on, right? There's like how you're holding it. There's how that gun is made, uh, what you're shooting through it. All maintenance. kinds of things. Yeah, maintenance is a thing. Um, ultimately, people have to – if you – this is important, and I know people have a limited amount of money, but what you need to do is get something, make sure that it works, make sure the ammo that you're using in it works in that gun. Like every ammo doesn't work in every gun, right? So you need to make sure that that works in that gun, it works consistently. If it doesn't, then you need to move on. <laughs> I mean, you know, yes, you're going to take a loss. So you might want to do some research, but no matter what you do, ultimately when you buy something that you like and you actually get out there and start shooting it, it may not function. But this is, you know, the equation here is this thing has to function for it to be able to save your life. So you got to move on and find something that does function. And uh, I'm not saying the high points function with everything because I haven't uh, tested a high point with everything, but these are guns that function. These are guns that function. The only problem that I ran into uh, with a high point when I first got it and I did this is I opened it up to clean it and some uh, springs and stuff popped out and never found <laughs> it. Um, but there's a number that you can call up uh, to high point and they just send you the parts. Okay, They don't make a big deal out of it and all that kind of stuff. And uh, there's a famous video that um, IV8888 did where they did uh, like a meltdown with a high point and they fried it and did all kinds of crazy stuff with that gun. Um, you know, it, it was it, it functioned all the way up until I think they really just melted it down. 
Um, and I believe High Point replaced it for them. But in general, High Point will take care of that gun. So if that's what you can afford and it functions, start there. Versus other cool, cheap guns that I've seen that don't function. Go through a lesson. Hmm? Sit down with an instructor. Handle guns. I tell people, yeah. go to a gun store, touch a bunch of guns. Mm-hmm. You're going to find one you like. Don't don't listen to your husband or you, he's going to tell you what he likes because he wants you to buy it. Mm-hmm. You should go to the gun store and just handle guns. Mm-hmm. When you find the one that fits your hand in your price range and you like it, then either A, buy it, or go take a lesson with an instructor. A lot of instructors have these guns mm-hmm. for rent. Mm-hmm. And you can rent them or gun ranges, rent them, shoot it and go, okay, I really like this gun. Or no, this gun kicks too much or it's not the right gun for me. Go out and shoot it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't drop six seven hundred dollars without at least pulling the trigger. Yeah, or if you, if you have friends yeah. that have a bunch of guns in the same caliber yep. or type of guns, you know, and they invite you or something like that. Sometimes uh, Lola and I will do that if for for people who want to get into this and we're like, hey, come on, we got a bunch of different versions of this, and you could try them out. You know, you could do that. So uh, bearing in mind that ammo's a little crazy, <laughs> it would be polite to bring some ammo, right? But yes, definitely, definitely try to get your hands on different things. If they don't work, move on. Um, so let me. So what was uh, I think I was asking you first, Trey? But I'm just going to stick with with Joanna right now. What have you bought something new, or if you could, what would you buy that was new? And then we'll go. Then we'll go to Trey. Uh, I have not bought anything new. I bought body armor. Um, okay. Oh, yeah, was, cool. Okay. Who makes it? Uh, I didn't actually buy Rolando did, so he has to tell you. Oh, okay. He'll tell us here in the chat. (laughs) Yoda's wearing mine, I think. I don't know. Okay. No, Yoda's Yoda's not on the TV. I mean, on the on the vision, but he's wearing he's wearing my body. You're full screen now. People can see it. Yeah. Uh, Well, we really can't see. I can see a American flag pillow, and I can see a Puerto Rico hat. Yeah. Show body armor as long as there's not guns. I'll get my body armor. As long as there's not gun. guns in the body armor, yeah, nope. why not? Uh, hold on, let me see. Okay, all right. So let's uh, get the body armor. Let's see the body armor. Oh, you're not picking up the body armor? Is that close enough? Uh, a bit? Oh, okay. We I actually thought you were gonna bring the body armor. So that would have been nice. You can't bring the body armor up for us, huh? I don't want to. <laughs> okay, I see. Okay, so there's Trey with his body armor. He's got his body, body armor on, you know. Um, oh, you're not gonna bring it over now. I feel no, I don't want to be the only person doing this. No, she doesn't I want feel. to. She so uh, want I don't want to disrupt Yoda. Yeah, it's all perched well, there, yeah, nice and. Yoda would look good sitting on your lap, yeah. hanging out with you. <laughs> Yoda's gonna be safe, but she's not gonna be safe right now. But uh, anyway, I'm just teasing. It's so not cool. Grogu. For anyone who asks, that uh, that is actually Yoda. It's actually Yoda. Okay. Well, is it soft armor or plates? It's plates. Uh, see, I'm a terrible wife. Uh, Rolando told me what he got me, and I don't remember. Oh. Ceramic, <laughs> maybe? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not too bad. Ceramic, okay. Um, Molly, or any kind of Molly gear on it or anything? Have you done anything with it yet? No, I have not. It's brand no. new. It just came in. Yeah, listen, then, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go full screen. I'm gonna go full. Listen, I'm gonna go full screen to Trey. Okay, I'm gonna go full screen to Trey. You got a couple of minutes while he's showing us his to pull yours up. 
so to speak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm not on you right now. So, okay, let's see, Trey. What do you have in there? You got instructor on I your... have my new Safe Life Defense. Okay. Frack, frass armor. Okay. Uh, fracturing rifle armor system. Mm-hmm. It is designed to defeat AK, green tips, pistol calibers, really? etc. Et wow. It's soft armor. Okay. I also have drop-in plates for it, level 4, which goes up to 30-06 AP. Mm-hmm. I have a nice little drag handle on the back, of course, instructor patch on the front, and then molly gear. I just got this one, so I haven't put any anything on it. Mm-hmm. But I actually don't put a bunch of garbage on it like other people do. Mm-hmm. I'll probably put like two mags, pouches, and a med kit, and mm-hmm. that's probably going to be simple. about it. I keep it pretty basic. Yeah, and and so what is the what does that cost average? <laughs> about two grand. Two grand. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the so, good stuff, right? I definitely did not spend two grand on mine. Um, that's um, uh, I always remember a bullet entering my chest is a lot cheaper getting stopped by my expensive plates than yeah. it not. But the yeah. ceramics are nice. I have ceramic plates for my drop-in. So yeah. yours, my, my plates are cheaper. It's this soft armor because it's the new, like the new soft armor. Mm-hmm. It's designed to stop rifle calibers, which is not really what soft armor is designed for. Mm-hmm. But my plates are identical to yours. So let's so my see. My drop-in plates are the same one she has. Yeah, let's see yours, Joanna. Let's see it. Okay, Yoda looks upside down. Oh, he just has on a bandana. That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Don't try on the gator. Like it. Right. Like it. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so, there you go. Um, I got these. I think they were a little bit lighter because I uh, got into a car accident in a year ago, actually, and I now have herniated discs. Oh. So oh. sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm not supposed to be hauling a ton of weight mm-hmm. um but i mean i train with i go for jogs with weighted vests so i don't think they're about the same weight as this mm-hmm. so i'm not really uh, thinking weight would be a big issue but i guess that was a concern for rolando when he was picking this out mm-hmm. um they're not two thousand dollars i think this right. is ar 500 mm-hmm. but uh and i've you know we watched a bunch of reviews and i think it'll do for now Mm-hmm. For now, yeah. uh, eventually I'm sure we'll get something better. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, Trey. Trey is showing off a little bit, but you know I, I respect no, it. Not, I respect it. I wear these all day because I run the range, so yeah. I went with something a little bit more expensive. Right. I had the exact same one. Those those AR500 plates are awesome. So right. no. Uh, Rain they, says, they "Wow, very nice." Froz is badass. There you go. So it's it's badassery that you got there, it's, which is cool. You got to you know. You gotta respect that you guys. I never use them. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'm not sure what's the price range for these, and I think I've seen people that you can get your your uh, you can get these uh, on like layaway or installment payments or whatever, right? I mean, hey, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. What's the price range? They they had a four payment plan that wasn't too bad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know, that's not too bad. Okay. Now you're what? What are you up to, Joanna? Yoda. Now you don't want to let go of Yoda. I felt bad. I put him on the floor and he fell on his face. Oh, uh, don't do that to Yoda. Yeah. But I do yeah. think it's important. I think a lot of people um, get stuff and they don't actually train with it. It sits mm-hmm. in the closet. Um, or they just like, I hate to say it, but LARP. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, but I do think it's important that... I forgot who I saw some posted something. Like people who think they're ready for, you know all-out war can't even run a mile 
Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I do think it's important for anybody who's getting serious about stuff to train with their stuff um, mm-hmm. throughout the range or do, like I said, definitely um, do cardio with weighted vests that you can got, get on uh, Amazon or whatever sporting store you support um, mm-hmm. just so that you're used to it because it's definitely a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't sound like a lot, mm-hmm. 20 pounds or whatever, but, you know, if you're going on a hike um, on foot with that weight on your chest, it makes a big difference. Yeah, I would say definitely uh, train with that, prepare for that. I know a long time ago when I first started doing this, uh, my friend Yak Yaz put some uh, steel plates on me. And we were doing like this mud torture test, which I, I'm not sure if that video is on still on YouTube or not, if we had to take it down. But um, yeah, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. That, you know, those pl- you might be better without it if you're not prepared for it. And you have to think like, how much weight are you actually going to carry? What are you going to be able to do? You know, what are you carrying it in? All that kind of stuff. So I'm not saying don't get it. Just be prepared for uh, what goes along with it. And sometimes it's worth it, I think, the money if you get more lightweight. Right, Trey? And you're able to carry other yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, and what we started seeing was, not that we had any instances, but where I was at other ranges, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pistol stuff that people were mistake, making mista- mistakes with. Mm-hmm. So if a guy was handling a gun on another range and he's clearing the gun, well, what is he doing? He's flagging us. Whereas a rifle is more likely to, it, it's too much to bring it around. So for a long time, I wore soft armor, and that. But now that more people are carrying pistol AKs and pistol ARs, I went with something that could stop both of those calibers. Mm-hmm. Um, Makes so, sense. But again, though, I had to go with something lighter for me. I wear it all day, and mm-hmm. just like you, where you run with it and stay, I, mm-hmm. I wear it constantly, um, and it has to fit me, or, or it'll break my back. I mean, I wore plates for a long time, and mm-hmm. they definitely remind you how out of shape you are. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So what's your uh what's on your wish list then, Trey? What for Santa Claus? Yeah, for gun stuff. Like uh you know, have you gotten anything really cool lately? Oh okay. you look are you on the lookout for something really cool? What's I going got on? a OA fifty eight, well a foul. I got a really nice foul. I've been wanting one for a while. Really? I actually got a deal on it, so mm-hmm. I was happy about that. And then Hmm. Just some random pistols for classes, mm-hmm. but I did get, I forgot what year, I think it's like an 1895 Mauser hmm. with beautiful wood, the original bayonet, everything. So I was really mm-hmm. happy about that because I do, mm-hmm. like Walter, I like to collect the military surplus. Mm-hmm. And it one that just came in the store, never been fired, immaculate shape, and the guy didn't want that much money for it. And I'm like, I'll take that. So I went ahead and bought one and got that. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, always always into something kind of cool like that. I like all mm-hmm. the I like the wood the guns with a lot of wood on them for mm-hmm. collecting purposes. Okay. Um, um, have you seen any cool bullpups come through the store lately? No, some guy keeps buying them all up. Oh, <laughs> Hank Strange. Uh, yeah. Um, no, we. Um, well, I did get. I got. I do have a full auto MP5 now. Okay. And nice. Then, nice. Nice. We got the AUG still, but that's full auto. When you come down, I'll let you shoot that. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? I've got You're an right. MP5. It's not full auto. I have an AUG. It's not full auto either. But You're right, those are though. Cool guns. I haven't seen any bullpups in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, any bullpups. Not the KSG. Nothing. So you're right. I honestly haven't seen any. I mean, I think if I was getting something. Yeah. I would like to get the TS-12. IWI has the TS-12 out there. Yeah, I wanted one of those too, and I saw one. Mm-hmm. But again, I didn't. I didn't have the money at the time, yeah. so it kind of, 
because they're about twelve hundred bucks. But yeah. I think they're pretty cool looking. I would like to get one eventually. Yeah. yeah, I try to get IWI to lend me one for testing, but they wouldn't do it. So I mean, we got it. We we'll have to get one, or I have to wait till I find something. Well, when I buy, one. I'm saving up to buy one. When I buy it, Hank, you're more oh, than welcome to play please. around with it. Yes. Yeah. When you get it, let me know. Um, I'm not sure when. I, I will eventually get one. That's how it works. A lot of times, the guns that uh, that I buy that, that I'm collecting, uh, I don't actually get to make videos with them because there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on, and we just do that. You know, we do that stuff first, and then at some point, I figure I'll get to. Like, I've never actually shot my AUG that I have. Oh, man, it's like one of the yeah. best uh, AR-style guns you'll ever shoot. Yeah, and I got, I got a really nice one. Yeah. Um, and I have an FS2000 that I bought from uh, one of the folks out here uh, that's sometimes mm -hmm. in the in the chat, Special K. I never shot that either. <laughs> oh, those are pretty cool, too. I'll bring those down. I'd love to shoot that. I always wanted one, and they're so ugly. There's like a, it's, I mean, that's like a, you know, that's the, the bullpup that you see in a lot of movies, that FS2000, right? Because it looks yep. so sci-fi. Yeah. Spacing movies. Yeah. So, um, and, and you know what? The TS-12 looks like that, too, but it's a... You know, it's a 12 gauge, so um, I would like to get my hands on that so far as the bullpup collection. But the big thing that I've done lately is the MP5, which is still getting worked on by BWE. Yeah. Um, nice. You know, Richard Hoffman over there, BWE, he's working uh, on the MP5, so that should be sometime soon. I don't know if I'm going to get nice. it in time for Christmas or not, but it doesn't matter. It's, get, it's getting worked on. You know, and that's basically Same. like it, it came from uh, Gainesville Police Department SWAT team had some MP5s and they wound up getting cut up. And uh, Patrick and myself, we, we got two of them. I got I one. Saw he got one. Video. Oh, you got one of those, too? Yeah. yeah, that was pretty cool. He did a really good video on it. Yeah, he, he uh, sewed his back together himself. He's a mad scientist. Nice. And it lives, you know, and it runs. So I'm surprised they didn't sell them to uh, dealers um, where they post were they post samples or were they pre pre banned? They were. I'm not. Well, they, well, they had the. Uh, they belonged to the SWAT team and they were machine guns. And he did sell a couple of them, and then he wound up not being able to find anyone at the time. And by the time we found out about it, he really only had two kits left. So we just got those two kits. Um, I'd have bought one. Yeah, but it was cool. I mean, I that's where I got the. Uh, the simunitions kit with it, and we got a couple of like the German magazines, and so you know. We oh, got that's some, pretty cool. Yeah, we got some cool stuff from my uh, friends at Lawful Defense. So, oh, and then you know what? I bought the P eighty, the Glock. You know the Glock P eighty. Um, that was like a, I think it was a Lipsy's special. It was the original uh -huh. one that they put out in Germany, and I'm not sure if it actually came to America, but it's like a Gen one Glock. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Gen cool. 1 Glock 19. You didn't see this? Oh, wait. I thought I think I saw that one. Didn't you show it in the show? Or um, talk about it? Yeah, I have, done a, I have done a video on it. It's really cool. It doesn't have, like, it's got none of the bells and whistles. <laughs> this is the fancy stuff, quote unquote, that Glocks have nowadays. But I think it's cool. Right. Yeah. So that's, like, what All I've right, gotten lately. Carry? Joanna, what's your favorite carry? My favorite carry mm -hmm. uh, is. Probably my Ruger 380. Mm -hmm. Nice. I, I, sh I shoot really well with it. I, I mean, I always did. Um, and it fits because in Florida, you don't really have too many, like, well, mm -hmm. with fashion and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, I actually find a hard, having a hard time carrying on my body um, mm -hmm. anything bigger than that comfortably. Um, okay. I just haven't. 
figured it out yet. Um, so that's what I shoot well and I feel comfortable carrying. And how are you carrying that? Are you using yeah, like one of those belly bands or yeah? I tried the belly band thing, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. I've tried a few different ones, but mm-hmm. um, my friends told me I can see like I was printing. I don't know what the heck was happening. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So band? I gave okay. up on those. Yeah, I, I, they don't work for me. So okay. I do the uh, flashbang holster, the bra one. I have mm-hmm. uh, a, a waist, uh, you know. Is it in the holster. front one or is it on the side? Which one? The bra holster. It's in the front. Okay. Is it comfortable? Obviously, I don't have a bra, so I don't know. I find it. I find it's fine. Um, I don't have an issue with it. Um, yeah, there's a video out there with Lola fun. trying that out, by the way. What did she think? Oh. At, law, at Lawful Defense. Uh, she liked it, but, I mean, you know, she was trying out with a smaller gun. Mm-hmm. Um, the th- only thing you have to be careful of is if you have something up here and then you're popping it out like this, you better have really good finger control or make sure that gun is not too easy to pull the trigger on. But, um, you know, it, it, I think it's, it will be useful for some people, um, especially if you have the boobage to support different things. So that's really where it comes down. Yeah, you got to have the boobage. <laughs> I don't have that boobage. <laughs> Hence the need for the smaller gun. Yeah. Um, it's tough, it's tough do- for women to figure out, like, what works best for them, right? Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. And um, I wear scrubs mm-hmm. for work. Okay. And I have, I'm still struggling to find something. I think I'm going to get, I saw somebody was using a utility clip uh, system to hold up that. But mm-hmm. honestly, my pockets are so big. I just pocket carry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's fine. Yeah, so even with like your scrubs with no belt or anything? Sorry. Yeah, that's the problem. It's okay. just, but I, I've seen that some people use a, a special clip for that, but I just, I don't see how that works. Like they're slouchy. They have no support. So um, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Hmm. So pocket carry for spandex, now. Spandex shorts too that yeah. have holster pockets in it for it also. Yeah. I never wore one, so I don't I don't know. But I think I've I do seen... the pocket carry a lot. I like it. It's comfortable. Yeah, I think I had something like that for if you're riding a bicycle. So bike shorts? Like the no, but I'm saying the 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 kind of shorts with the pockets. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, not with a pocket, but the shorts that has like a, a, a holster kind of pocket in it. Because I think they made that for men and women. So like if you have on sweatpants or something like that, you're working out and you want to have something on you. But you mm-hmm. don't necessarily have a belt. Right. That's what you're talking about. Right, Trey. Well, I only saw for ladies and it was okay. the stretchy pants, the spandex mm-hmm. and it had a holster. I can't remember if it was that two or three o'clock or if it was appendix but mm-hmm. they were like stretchy like the, they the yoga it, shorts and they the have yoga. it like right on the on the back of the hip mm-hmm. oh okay that that. Mm-hmm. i have I a pair it. of those that i supposedly was going to use for running but um i just for running i just fanny pack it yeah i'm gonna say you run a fanny pack yeah that's the way to go yeah I'm pretty sure they make those for dudes because I, I know – I think I, I have something like that. Maybe that's what they told you. Yeah. Hey. Well, hey. You know, <laughs> if it's more comfortable <laughs> – It's if just it's a more, large if it's more If it's more comfortable, do it. Because <laughs> um, I remember when I first started doing this, I, I was riding bicycle a lot, which I need to get back to somehow, to riding the bicycle because to me that's fun. And I was looking for like, okay, you know, because typically doing that, you're not, you're not wearing jeans and stuff. When you're riding the bicycle, so I was looking for something I could just uh, tuck something Not into. Fanny pack. She's 100 percent correct. My friend yeah. runs a fanny pack all the time. Fanny pack. Yeah, I try. Doesn't look weird for bicyclists or joggers to have mm-hmm. a fanny pack on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the fanny pack I tried. There's uh, the belt. There's belly band or strap things or whatever, which is always good. Gets rid of your gut. You could put stuff in there. Now, do you have a special fanny pack for shooting, or is it just a fanny pack? I actually have a sports fanny pack that works okay. really well. I've tried different ones, um, and it's made out of like a stretchy material, and it just mm -hmm. holds it really well. Mm -hmm. oh, so okay. I go with that. I've tried. I've tried a bunch of stuff, yeah. but yeah, some people are super comfortable like wearing all kinds of things and i've just never felt really comfortable too much um especially when it's i think it's a florida thing we just we don't have the luxury of having big baggy you know clothes all the time like mm -hmm. we don't really have winter um now that we've got sort of kind of winter i mean i've been wearing a hoodie so that's definitely like no big deal uh for carrying but mm -hmm. for somebody says something they make the pants and the shirt underneath um it's really really hot here so if you're outdoors running um extra clothing is just like not a thing that i'm gonna do Mm -hmm. So, any yeah. pack it is. Yeah, I started doing the pocket carry. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I know a lot of people don't like pocket carry, but that's just a way of life here. Well, it, yeah. Well, they go, oh, I can't get to it fast enough. I said, yeah, but guess what? They can't get to it fast enough either. Mm -hmm. And I, I, if I walk up to somebody, I do reach in my pocket and have my hand on my piece already if I'm dealing with a situation. So, I, I did like the pocket carry a little bit better. I tried it. I tried a bunch of different ways. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I didn't do the flashbang ulster. Sorry, the disappoint you had. Yeah. But, uh, no, uh, the the thing that works the best for me is a is a regular holster, either you know Kydex or leather. Um, the one thing I will say, like with, and I was complaining to Babyface about this today. So like the Kydex holsters, especially with the metal clips, mess up car seats. They will mess up, like you know. Oh, I keep, really? I yeah, I keep mine at around like three or four o'clock ish. And I don't have like a big, I've got pretty, I've got like Indian hips. So they're pretty flat <laughs> and straight. So, Wait, um, which Indian? There's two kinds. Which, Sorry. Uh, I'm the red dot type of Indian. Okay, all right. So, um, but yeah, so for me, I found that those mess up, uh, they, they mess those up <laughs> often. <laughs> so I'm always messing, okay. I'm like messing up the leather seats in my car right now. I like one, try one and three, and it worked pretty good for me. Mm -hmm. Even though I've got a little extra in the front, it still sits just right. Mm -hmm. um, when we were doing the uh, force on force, I was able to keep them from getting to my gun by just laying on it. You should do a video on, on that. Like, um, so the no, it's embarrassing because it was two guys <laughs> bum rushing me and beat me up in the class, and they were trying to get my pistol from me. Hmm. So I just had to take an ass whooping to keep them from getting my gun, basically. So the guys from Black Diamond Guns and Gears, I think I'm saying that right, right? Josh and Josh, they did a big video. Uh, the big Josh did it where it was called uh, Holsters for Fat Guys. <laughs> right and it actually did it, it did pretty well and when they were on they were talking about it you should do a video like defense for fat guys that could be a defensive move roll over on your stomach nobody's going to be able to get you again no one's going to get you yeah <laughs> except if they throw a piece of food at you and you got to catch it <laughs> That's so what kind of ammo do you shoot for self-defense joanna um self-defense rounds mm -hmm. oh is there is a it, yeah you don't have a specific brand you're into Okay. No. Whatever you can get. Whatever you can get. Okay. I didn't know if you had a special defense round you were shooting mm -hmm. or something you enjoyed more than the other ones. Honestly, I'm not at the level where I can really make a difference. Um, 
I don't know if I'll ever be that <laughs> that detailed. Yeah, no, there's uh, no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just if you get if you're gonna switch around brands, every time you switch to a different brand, you need to get enough boxes that you have a couple of boxes to actually put through that gun and make sure it functions right. Because all these different kinds of ammo are different, and they don't all work in in different guns the same way. So well, I've definitely. Every time I buy ammo, I, I stockpile. Mm -hmm. So I've been, whatever is that we've bought, uh, that's what we've been shooting and mm -hmm. it works well. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I'll definitely like experiment and try something and be like, well, that didn't work for that gun and then we'll won't yeah. buy it again. Mm -hmm. uh, or I won't carry it for sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But the stuff, uh, our, our self-defense ammo has been okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. James Miller says, uh, Hank, of course you're the red dot kind, but what is it, hollow sun or primary arms? <laughs> Either way, <laughs> that's interchangeable. <laughs> hollow sun. <laughs> yeah, hollow sun's good. I like hollow sun. I like primary arms also. You know, I'm not I just got Yeah, I'm not into spending a ton of money on my, uh, uh, on I my took optics. I hollow sun to Houston, kept it underwater for five or six days. It did fine. Oh, cool. It's awesome. Yeah, that's good to know. All right, so let so, me. Go ahead. Good. No, go ahead, Hank. No, I was going to go to some gun stuff. There's one thing, like, because I know we're running out of time here. This I saw on the firearms blog. I thought it was interesting, and I'll share it with everyone here. Gun jobs. Find a new job in the gun industry online. Um, and uh, I guess there's a, a website called Gun Jobs. Are the Monday blues getting worse and worse? Has your boring 9 to 5 <laughs> job started grinding on your gears to the point where you can't take it anymore? Perhaps it's time for a change of scenery. How about combining one of your favorite hobbies with work? Gun Jobs aims to do just that. Pair talented and hardworking people up with the gun industry. Uh, so many of us love uh, gun jobs. Find a new gun in the gun industry online, and there's a bunch of things we could probably actually go to it here. Let's let's open this, and um, boom, there you go. There's a bunch of jobs. Uh, Sig has jobs, and FN, and Aero Precision right now. Surefire, Silencer Co. Daniel Defense, uh, Sturm Ruger, Loopholds. Uh, yeah, there's jobs out there. Brownells. Okay. Brownells is looking for a content creator in, in Texas. There you go. So there's yeah, they um, seem to be moving to Texas. Yeah, Palmetto State is doing stuff. Uh, primary Arms. So there's a there's a ton of gun jobs on this. Several uh, Brownells jobs actually, in Grinnell. There you go. Trigicon, Beretta, Walther. It's I'm looking... seeing a lot of IT jobs or a couple of IT jobs. Rolando, yeah. uh, check it out. Yeah, so I we could move to some of these states and work for them. Yeah, um, I think that's cool, right? What do you guys think? I, I don't know. I have no. I've never heard of this before today when I saw that. So I thought I would share that with everyone out there. I have a gun job. Yeah, I like mine. I, yeah, I was fun. thinking when you said gun jobs, you meant like training, because I actually know people. Mm -hmm. um, some of the local trainers down here uh, I've met. Mm -hmm. And uh, one in particular was telling me that she was just trying to get to it full time because she was working. I think she works in. I'm going to be a liar and say healthcare. Okay. Um, I'm almost like 50 percent sure that's not true. But she's working some customer service related job and she hates it. So she's trying to do uh, training full time. Mm -hmm. That also works. Right. Mm -hmm. Not this year. I don't know, because at the beginning of the year. Um, try out. Um, let me know if I'm wrong about this. But at the beginning of the year, it seemed like everybody was getting training and it was really like they couldn't, uh, they were just getting a ton of work. And 
now, um, in the last month or two, I think with the ammo shortage, things have been a little slower. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Mm, no. Or has I'm, it been that. not what I hear from industry? What I've seen is if they're not supported by a gun store or range, mm-hmm. they falter because now they're not getting the. Most people who are new to guns. They'll walk in the gun store and go, I don't know anything about guns. And then they go, okay, here's an instructor's card. Call this guy. Go do a lesson with him. Come back and buy a gun from us, or we'll sell you a gun right now. And go, or they'll buy a gun, and they'll go. If that instructor is not affiliated with a store or a range, they are struggling. That's probably now, what it is. I'm, I'm a lot different because I, I bring everybody in, and I try to spread it out amongst everybody. So if I have a guy that's struggling, we will throw him a little bit extra bones to help mm-hmm. him out because mm-hmm. we don't want anybody to go under. What I see is a lot of the guys that is part-time. But there's one guy that he's done really well, one instructor, and um, his wife kept her full-time job so they could have health insurance. And he is full-time instructing, and he is killing it. Guy is doing amazing. He's just doing really well. Mm-hmm. And But he's supported by two different stores. So he bounces between the two, always keeping classes. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out into my area, too, and trains at our range. Does really well. A lot of those guys, but again, like everything, you got to beat feet. You got to beat the bushes. You got to find the client. You got to hustle. You think you're going to sit back and just get stupid people running to you. Yeah. You're wrong. It's not going to happen. Yeah. So. You, you, I, would, I would say you have to hustle. You know, like make sure yep. you're on social media. Make sure you, you're yep. – uh, you know, like you said, working with Passing different gun cars. stores, different rages, yeah. yeah, passing out cards, um, doing things like this maybe, right, uh, in your area and letting people know that that's what you're doing and giving them an opportunity to see your personality or whatever it is. It's all a hustle. If, you, if you're if you willing to hustle, you could even do it on your own, I would say, you know, because that's kind of like he's still on his own. He's just working with these places because obviously people go in there and they go, hey, who do you know that can do training and stuff like that? So, yeah. Roland yeah. and I wanted to get into training. Um, both of us love really uh, our really love our day jobs, so that's definitely not going to be anything we're looking to replace. Mm-hmm. But um, I have to say, from a two-way advocate perspective, it's very refreshing to train people. I used to do it, you know, for uh, friends, you know, just to help them get into guns. Um, Obviously not on a professional level since I'm not certified, but mm-hmm. um, it's just refreshing and, and kind of reminds you of why you're doing what you're doing. So it's definitely like good, especially when you see so much crap online and, the you know, if there's any drama, which there sometimes always is uh, in the community. Sometimes it's really nice to just get back to basics and um, help people on the one on one. So we definitely look at it. And have fun. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. definitely a ton of fun. And that's why we're doing RSOing um, just voluntarily because it just mm-hmm. it just gets us back to our roots and reminder of, you know, it's just awesome. We had one gentleman um, that we were helping out that was actually terrified of guns, like literally shaking. But after a class, he was a competent shooter and he was just doing it to get over his fear because he... He said, I believe in the two way, but I just have this fear of guns. Mm. And, you know, that made my that made my day that's that awesome. made my week, you know, that's very so. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think teaching is always its own reward. You know, it'll be nice to get a you know monetary reward on top of that. And a lot of people who teach and train and stuff like that are underpaid. But, yeah, it's always its own reward to see people actually learn something and it like sinks in. So that's that's very cool. 
you know. Um, okay, let's do this. We're over the nine o'clock hour. Um, if you're still out there hanging out with us, smash the thumbs ups before you get out of here. Okay, we appreciate that. I'm going to go around the clock here and get these guys to tell you um, how you can keep in touch with them and support them. Let's start with Trey of Aries Training Facility. Train what, Trey, what do the folks need to do out there? Oh, boy, here we go. You got this already set up, man. Look at the air. The Look email, the, the phone, the Facebook, the Instagram, the website, the address. Everything. I have more stuff than that. But yeah. That's <laughs> very, I very cool. Lake County Arms out of my area. If you're looking for guns, you can go to Lake County Arms. Absolutely. I've bought stuff from there. Oh. Yeah. Yes. There's my information. Love to see you guys come out of the range and do some shooting. Of course, Hank's going to come down. I would love to see you and your husband come out also. If I could help you out, please let me know. Um, you guys have seen me on the show before, so I would love to see everybody come out and shooting and have fun. I love do I do love seeing all the new shooters, and it it is pretty refreshing to see people who have never shot that want to learn how to protect themselves or just learn how to shoot. Like she said, I just never shot before, and I just like to try it out. It is pretty cool. It is an un, a unique time right now for us as the two A community to really draw in a lot more people into our circle. So please yeah. be friendly. Please help those people out. Do not ridicule their guns. Do not ridicule those people. Help them out. Remember, they don't know what they're doing, just like you didn't know when somebody taught you. I started from somewhere my grandfather taught me. So I didn't just wake up one day and I was a shooter and I knew what I was doing. It was years and years of learning about guns. So mm -hmm. remember, be kind to these people. They might be a yes or a no on a vote. So keep that in mind. Them. Absolutely. Please do support Trey at Aries Training Facility. Uh, one of our top videos actually uh, in the last few months has been that Tipman video that you and Lola did with the 9mm Gatling gun type thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah oh, that's actually pretty pop popular on the channel. So kudos. Kudos to you. Okay, Joanna, how can the folks uh, directly uh, communicate, follow you guys, support you, etc.? Uh, my Instagram is Latina Locked and Loaded, and my husband's Puerto Rico Pistolero. And together, we are the Locked and Loaded Latinos on YouTube on Sundays at 7 p.m. live. Come check us out. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and uh, hit that like and subscribe button uh, on Hank's show as well as ours. Mm -hmm. And um, that's pretty much it. We're on a bunch of other stuff. We're on Parlor and we're not on MeWe yet, but pretty much everything else. Um, I'm going to be completely honest. I hate social media. <laughs> so right now, if you're looking for just me, yeah, yeah. If you're looking for uh, for myself, I am active on Instagram, and uh, obviously on YouTube. Okay. But um, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, absolutely. You can see their show every Sunday. You guys do the show, right? Yes, every Sunday without fail. We're on episode. I think we just had episode twenty-two. Mm -hmm. Nice. And, Congratulations. Uh, Thank you, thank you. Mm -hmm. And um, we do a little segment about the Constitution every um, every episode. So we do fun education, news, and, you know, some, some learning there. Good times. Awesome, awesome. All right, so on my part, I want to thank everyone for hanging out with us. Big shout out to Barnoles for uh, supporting the channel here. We really do appreciate that. Um, we've got some cool things coming up. Uh, you know, like I said, everyone needs to go to hangstrange.com, sign up for that email list. Lola is giving stuff away. There's lots of cool things that she has, and she's doing it all through that. So even though we're even if we're not talking about it here, she's doing all of it. It's just kind of crazy to keep it all organized. So go there. Everyone stay where you are. I'm going to run in the end. Big thanks to everyone who's out there. Smash the thumbs ups if you're still here. Here's the end. 
All right, make sure you subscribe to the channel here, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We are gonna um, throw this up, take out the audio and throw it up on iTunes and all the other places that you get your audio podcast from uh thanks so much to trey from aries firearms training for coming through here as well as joanna from La- latinos locked and loaded or locked, locked and loaded, loaded latinos uh, <laughs> locked and loaded latinos <laughs> no, no 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 absolutely not um happy anniversary to you please have uh lots of fun okay um and send our regards to rolando thanks all right who wants the last word Uh, Have a wonderful hump day, everybody. What's left of it. And we'll see you on Sunday, right? Hey. Absolutely. (laughs) See you guys. We're out of here. Peace.